I would love if the guy next to you just turned and looked and you're like, one of those. Like, <laughs> want? Milk's gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 107 of Press Any Key. You can find us on all social media at pressanykey.tv. Go ahead and like this video, leave a comment, share it with your friends. You could also find the audio version of this show uh, on all the major podcast apps. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick McFly, Mike Burke, hey. and on the ones and twos, give it up for Hey Gingy, everybody. Hey, Gingy. Hey, hey Gingy. Hi, friends. Best jeans in the game. All right, what? <laughs> I, I heavily disagree with this take. I meant genetics. I also disagree with this. Why? Why genetics aren't that bad? You're so, a ginger, damn it! <laughs> My children will not be gingers. Um, so um, we got a lot to get to tonight, so we're just gonna get right into it. Uh, we're talking about John Wick Four, obviously tonight, so you can skip to that part of the show if that's all you want to hear. Uh, Rooster Teeth debuted a new debuted a new logo that is just. Wow. It's a logo, um, all right. There's a TMNT game in development. Also, uh, Apple and Amazon plan to take their streaming movies to the theaters, which is what we've been hoping for. But starting off first, I played the Resident Evil 4 remake this weekend, and I have some things to say about it. And yeah, I have a podcast to say. It. No. no. And no, I have no. a platform. What am I going to look at while we talk about it? <laughs> there is. Just into his eyes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean realistically you could go over and you could just watch the stream that i did over the weekend i'll pull that up nick since i, I know that you, you desperately need to need, need something to look at you know you're like subway surfers. i'm a millennial yeah I, exactly I need visual no no gen z this can is you, a gen z problem I'm can gen you z. can you do half of the screen as the subway surfer <laughs> <laughs> so uh this is just uh this is just a one of the earlier sam it of the looks game. good no uh no spoilers at all yeah i love that fucking parry Ooh. right there so too bad uh, you're getting murked. Basically, this um, oh fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> this this absolutely invokes the spirit of the original game. Like they have knocked this one out of the park. There is no two ways about it. I think there's some things that people are start that had to warm up to, like the merchant, for example. You know, it's just the lines aren't recorded. You know, they look. It's it doesn't have that charm because it's not it's not played for B movie tropes anymore. Um, the B like movie. Jazz. First thing up. First thing though that I gotta say is that the expansions that they made to the story and the plot overall is a net positive. I don't think they could have done any better. Um, I did not know that the original game, the story was written in three weeks because there was four reboots of it while Jeez. it was in production. I didn't know that either. My so God. once they nailed the gameplay down, they were like, "All right, let's just um, let's just write this story in three weeks." And that's why it comes off very like it was written in three weeks. Yeah, yeah, but it's also not bad. Like it services what it's trying to do. You know what I mean? How do you feel about all of the like yellow paint? Because I'm seeing uh, a lot of like dude, left and right on. I'm so tired of that because you know that they play tested the shit out of this, and one of the developers even came and said out, "We left them blank, and players didn't open them up." So like, yeah. well, like they're oh. there for a reason, you know what I really? mean? Oh. Yeah. 
Um, that was not a thing in the original game. No, 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 no. It was just like it was just regular barrels, but it was one of those things where it was so obvious that it was a barrel that you had to break. It was break. back for like GameCube, so it was not like a painted background. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's, it's like, like old school animation. When the door yeah. Is, yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which door is it going to be? <laughs> like, huh. um, so gameplay, though, although the gameplay and the con- the controls are very loose. Like, remember how I said when I played the demo, it felt really loose. It wasn't as tight as I thought it would be. Um, it actually is very focused and meaningful changes. Like, once you get into the groove of things, you know, um, there is no tension. Like, everything I, uh, I felt and I played through, like, really came through naturally and organically. And I felt like they had really placed a lot of emphasis on um, making sure that it's not complimenting or trying to emulate the original but updated for modern standards you know what i mean like yeah. that weapon yeah. wheel i was, was, I was gonna ask before. yeah those are there's a lot of little quality of life improvements on that how do you feel with the like complete change in combat system versus the old one where you were stationary and then had to like kind of tank aim and shoot oh were you move and shoot in this yeah. one um, i know you're used to playing more of the modern Resident Evil ones too, so like it's a little bit more similar oh, in that. I mean, way. I've played all the original or, ones, but too, as yeah. in like you're more recently oh, yeah, having yeah. played like R6 um, and whatnot. Believe it or not, there's wasn't too many times that I found myself moving and shooting. Actually, uh, only like here, like like here and there. I I have a I have one note about movement that I think they overlooked overall, but we'll get to it. But like this is the merchant, and this is like the new way to yeah, um, sell and buy stuff. You can actually take the gems that you find and put them in like uh, the chalices that you find or the headdresses that you find and you increase the value of them. Oh, that's cool. So this way you can sell them for more money. Uh, I also thought I knew what was going to be the final weapons of the game, so I dumped in all of my money into those. Turns out there's there some, the some new surprises that... Like some of them, I was like, I'll get to this on New Game Plus because I I, I want to finish the run with like my classic loadout. You know what I mean? And even then, I didn't stick to it because normally I take the black tail, the last handgun. Yep. Um, but I went for the red nine in this one, really, which is the one that apparently most people like because it does the most damage per per bullet. Uh, this is actually the um the lake scene, the lake monster fight. Oh, um, Captain Ahab. And I mean, like, look how much better the UI is, like, with the... Oh, yeah, this was a mess in the original <laughs> game. <laughs> it still is. <laughs> um, the, but this is a lot a lot smoother overall, you know? So much smoother. Oh, there see? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> see? Um, so, uh, overall, and plus, like, look at the, the scenery and everything, the graphics. That's another it's thing. It's a little bit. It's a little bit jank. All right, everyone. Technical difficulties. Christ. We're back. Oh, yeah. Liz, can you bring my headphones <laughs> back down? We're back. Um, all right. So where did I leave off? Oh, we I have was infinite just, harpoons. That's right. Right. We have infinite harpoons. But I just wanted to talk about the, the graphics and performance. I played this game full out uh, 4K native, no DLSS enabled, and I was and streamed it on the same rig. And I was able to keep this at around 100 frames per second. That's pretty fucking impressive. And that's what the RE engine is known for, um, which is the the engine that Capcom built specifically for their new line of Resident Evil games, is that it really is optimized for any rig, so you get great performance and great-looking games no matter what system you're playing it on. They've also shifted their focus to PC development first, and then they port to the consoles because it's easier you know, to go down as opposed yeah. to go up. Um, there has been some issues with the consoles, too, like... 
for whatever reason, PS5 has like blue flickering lights in the bottom right hand corner. Really? Yeah, they had to. T- yeah, the the solution was to fit was to turn off HDR. Um, I turned off HDR when I was playing mainly because I think that was more of my monitor. It was just too dark of scenes and the the oh, right. you know what I mean the nits were too high. Um, but yeah, overall this game looks incredible and it um there's a plethora of um graphic settings that you can change it to like you can change it to have like for the um for the ganados to have more diverse body movements or to have to save on performance you can also turn off dismemberment i oh, can't right. dismemberment on though well, of course <laughs> why, why would you want to shut that I off i know exactly <laughs> Blood particle um, effects, yeah. Like, um, the water here does look a little. It does look kind of strange because it yeah. looks like it's a sing. I mean, it looks like it's one. I it know looks it's like fluid. It's, you're gonna yell at me for saying it looks like it's a single fluid texture, but it looks I mean very that, right? gelatinous, if you will. Gelatinous you know what I mean? is a good word. Let me see. I think this is the one. Oh yeah. So uh, this is one of the clips I clipped out while I was on stream. If you want to take a look real quick. Wait, why oh, aren't we're you real meta? Oh, yeah. Move it to the right or left. Yeah. Oh, are we? What's happening? You got to minimize that first. Oh, you're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. So if we move it up, check go. this one out. I'll just go ahead and. This is obviously the, oh, is the classic. Kill? The oh, dude, this is. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Look, they'll hold you in place. And... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I vividly remember hearing this like while I was watching TV in the other room and I was like, what is going on? I saw that like we people, people, criti- people criticized, like they were like, oh, it's not brutal enough. They didn't like, in the, in, the, in the old game, they would just cut your head off. Like yeah. that would be the quick thing. And then I saw in this one, someone like you can get held and a guy can just hatchet your head off in like three or four blunt blows. Oh, yeah. So here's I was a, like, that's way enough. more brutal. Here's a uh, example of the gem inlaying. Oh. We're like, you can, so I picked up all these gems and now I have this mask that I found. And if I want to increase the value, I can go ahead and I can slot them in there and see it brings up the value dude, of the this mask. Game's got everything. Oh yeah. Dude, you're fucking jewelry. <laughs> jewelry design. <laughs> I saw earlier in your inventory, there was moonstones from Hogwarts uh-huh, Legacy. Yep, yeah. there they are. <laughs> uh, I, I was, was breeding, pissing off that I, guy I was, still. I was breeding Thestrals as well. <laughs> See three color bonus. <laughs> um, that's a weird little mechanic, but that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fun. It, it's good stuff. You should be proud of all the jewelry you've made. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you yeah. criticized me when I hated him for those. <laughs> no, I did not. I was uh, yeah. with you hundred percent. There's your there's a there's some combat upgrades. So right here, like I I capped this guy a couple times, right? And you run up on him, and what Right now, <laughs> that but here's this the knife finisher where you Ooh. plunge a knife into their neck he and kill them exactly. Um, they do they still say the like matalo. Oh, yeah, like, all the- it's not the same though because I was sitting here going, you know, uh, uh, what's some of the things they say? Uh, it's all in fucking Spanish, so I'm yeah. gonna butcher it, but that all the classic lines are there, it's just not. It, it just doesn't have that that um that what did you think was gonna movie like, quality you know hasta la vista, baby. yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's like yeah that. <laughs> I didn't hear the classic the you know I didn't hear that. <laughs> so, there so, oh there's the yeah yeah so oh. there's a Las Plagas uh 
So this is obviously after like when nighttime happens. They they so that is one thing I do want to comment on. I don't just want to watch this gameplay and then talk about it. But the one of the things that they talk about specifically is or that they that they talk about is how they wanted to change certain aspects and puzzles in the game, which I think all the puzzles are all the puzzles that they change are a good addition. But it's one of those things where it's I'm going through the same areas, but they change the specifics of each of it. You know what I mean? Like the village the, the village in the beginning looks identical to the village in the original game. However, there is something that happens later on that changes the way that you have to navigate that village. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want to spoil it here. There is... It's a big boy. You still go to the castle and you still go to all the rooms, but now those rooms are much bigger in scope. And it's more like instead of going to instead of like a labyrinth in which you move through each of these uh through each of these like a like a hallway you know how the first game is very linear, linear. yeah it's what you're like, it's yeah. more like you go to areas and then you can explore them and like if you keep following a certain direction you're going to hit the story beats you know what i mean there is also parts of the game where you pick up little blue tags and they are side missions for the merchant that you could turn in. So it's like, oh, that's fun. Shoot all the rats in the dining room. Shoot the blue medallions hanging around. Hey, there's a fucking like a MMORPG. Basically. Yeah, there's a before you leave the area. There's a knight in the basement that's been fucking people up for a couple months. Can you go deal with him? Or um, what was the other one? Uh, the regenerators, dude. They're back and somehow, dude. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but they gave the regenerators a dumpy in this one like i did uh, not in any world <laughs> expect you to go there yeah yeah dude like i saw that one of the regenerators turn around and it was like holy shit like what happened yeah, to shit, you they regenerated that cake um, didn't they but <laughs> uh but like that's what that's what they look like now as opposed to what they look like back in the day which was you know they were so much scarier back in the day to yeah. be honest like yeah but now the thing is that like those spikes that they have yeah. they can shoot them out of their body at you as opposed to dragging you in um they can purposefully get on the floor now and um <laughs> slither. slither around and then bite you in the neck they also if you get one of these big motherfuckers right like this turns into this so if i kill all the fucking parasites inside of it it can regenerate into this thing and i got to get it right in the mouth you know what that mouth do to, <laughs> to kill it. You know what I mean? So, um, like I said, gameplay is great. I love the expansion on the story. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything, but they gave a lot of characters, a lot of good backstories. They tied some characters together, which I feel like they just didn't have time to do in the first one. Cause they were, you know, like three I said, weeks. They, three weeks is all they had. How was the um, Donkey Kong minecart section? Oh, dude, that was so much better than the original. <laughs> like, so much better. Um, How many bananas did you collect? Did you get all the donkey? Spell it out. Did you guys not play letters, Donkey Kong? The yeah. Letters. <laughs> dude, Donkey Kong Country is, like, one of my favorite Super Nintendo games. Yeah. Bro. All right. Which which Kong is your favorite? Uh, Cranky Kong. Okay. He's that the original one. <laughs> He's the OG. Canonically, right? And then, DK, and then Donkey Kong 64 is the new one. Oh. I'm seeing that. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, so the new weapons, I think, are great additions as well. They got rid of that shitty mine thrower for something else, uh, a crossbow that shoots explosive that explodes, bolts. Yeah. yeah. Um, the parry is great. I showed you guys an example of the parry um, because there are some you can just block with that or you can actually, you know, if you get a perfect parry, you stagger them and you can kick them right in the face. The running and shooting, 
Didn't use it too much, but it is cool. As a matter of fact, because I'm so accustomed to the OG, I forgot it was even there. <laughs> like I would just stand there and he'd be like, why am I getting hit? That's um, kind of cool that like they also, well, they, it also like lends itself to being able to be played like the original in that mm -hmm. way. Like you said, you didn't necessarily like run and gun it, um, but they punished you slightly. So it was kind of like, you can do this if you want, but we're going to like push you towards the new one too. Yeah. So um, the only thing I feel like they could have added, which, you know, after the sales and the reviews of this one, RE5 remake is coming and Boy, do they got some shit to change in that one. Oof. Yeah, uh, are you totally. You're, you're not familiar with yeah, that at all? Yeah, you tell them, Nick. Yeah. What specifically, <laughs> what, what do, you specifically do you Probably the character design is probably the biggest thing that they're going to change. Um, He's like, there's too little evil. Yeah. Too many they're residents, put, too little they're, evil. They're going to put spikes in all the enemies. <laughs> and give them dumpies. They're going to slither around with the big dumpies. <laughs> Feel like it's, it's not the Incredibles, Nick. It's these guys that they're going to have to get rid of. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that that's not great. Uh, that was the biggest complaint is that like apparently, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So canonically, uh, when these guys got infected with the Uro Ouroboros, I believe they're called. Drag that up to the laptop screen. That's it is. Mm -mm. Yes, it is. Oh, more technical oh. difficulties. I just see press any. Can't just see your desktop. Oh boy. There's a problem with the capture card. I think. This is you probably. Need a new one at this point. Not to talk about this on. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll cut it out. But yeah. either way, uh, ra like right here, racism in AAA games. Right here, here's your prime example. Yeah, it's really not great. Guy. And the canonically, these guys got infected with Ouroboros and went back to their primitive state. And, and oh god, yeah, yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's not, not good. It's not great. Like there is a prominent African character, um, and the guys who are infected with Ouroboros who are living in like the towns and villages, that's one thing, you know what I mean? That's the setting that it's in. So, uh, but these guys up here, um, yeah, they, they didn't, they not didn't great. do this well. Not, 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 not a great, you know, what year did this come out? 2009, I think. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Much after it should have. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this was long overdue. Yeah. But uh, the, what I was going to say is if, since they are definitely remaking that and cause now what they're doing is remake original remake original mainline title. Um, so I, the next one we're going to get is same nine studio or yeah, same, yeah, they are the same. They are publishers and developers. They're all in house. What, like what it was call of duty where they kind of round Robin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's every odd year basically. Yeah. Um, but these games also aren't necessarily too long. And that's True. the point is you're supposed to replay them over and over again and upgrade your character and use different builds and play with different costumes and everything. And play the difficulties. Like, yeah, the builds aren't necessarily super different. Like, it'll it's between, like, you know, a pistol, shotgun, sniper almost. Like, but it is a lot of fun to be like, okay, like, I did it. Now let me go do it harder. Yeah. Like, it, it is a true new game plus. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, It kind of pretty much... It, it penned the stat the the status of New Game Plus. You know what it means to be New Game Plus. Right. You know? Not just like go through and find content you missed. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're starting with all your weapons and upgrades from the beginning again. Now go run through it and see if you can beat your time on the last one. Gotcha. Um, the only thing, like I said, I think they can improve on that. I think they should put in the five and six remake is a dodge roll. There is no dodge roll. You're just you're just too dark sold out, my and guy. And we need a dodge roll. I'm sorry. Skill issue. I'm sorry. We need a dodge roll because <laughs> there is quite a lot of times where I would parry an attack and these guys aren't like the old school. Like they take one swipe and then they back this up. This ain't your a father's bit. bad guy. Yeah, exactly. This is like they keep fucking swinging. Like it, it, there, there is um, there is no safety in this game. You got to keep moving. Do you think you just wanted a dodge roll because you're a like used to 
that kind of like no but seriously no. used to that mechanic do you think it will take away from the game to add a dodge roll i don't think i think if you're already adding a parry a block and move while shooting to resident evil throw a fucking dodge roll in because like in there is a dodge roll in the resident evil 3 remake but it's kind of hit and miss it's like if you get a dot like there is a dodge roll and you can dodge roll out of the way there was a dodge roll in the original Resident Evil 3 that came out in like 1998 or whatever on the PlayStation 1. So it's one of those things where it's like they got to do it right because the RE3 remake, I don't think, did it necessarily right. You know what I mean? It, it, it The dodge roll felt, felt more like a, a gamble. Like, am I going to dodge as opposed to... As <laughs> where opposed are to, my iframes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, how is... And last quick question on that. How yeah. is the environment, would it lend itself to like a dodge roll? Because like For basically... Sure. Like, it's... If I remember the original, like it's not so much of a There's broken glass all over yeah. the floor. Like, do you want to just be dodging into broken glass and splintered? No, like as in the original, I don't remember being too much of a platformer. Um, yeah, and it's not I, like, necessarily a platformer. Yeah, I associate a lot of like dodge rolling in a way with platforming. But I mean, like uh, this is your. Um... Can you see this? What happened was see how it's like it's like you're supposed to be having this fight with you know your old uh, this is not a spoiler by the way everybody knows this fights in the game um, although this you are uh, what's it called it's supposed to be this high octane battle and I just feel like since there's this lack of a dodge roll you don't really have a chance to really get out of the way unless you parry or block the attack you know what so I mean so unless you're good yeah then you're not then you're gonna get hit is what you're saying. What yeah. was that? Break free. Come on. Ugh. <laughs> oh, this guy's using the striker. I didn't even use a striker once this run through. I went for the Is that rock. all blood all over him? Oh, yeah. yeah he's, uh, Pat, was, you said last week or whatever, you were like, I didn't realize he, you know. He's some... enhanced. Yeah. yeah. He's enhanced. <laughs> and he's then you're infected. just sitting here blasting him with a <laughs> yeah. shotgun, and you're yeah. like, why isn't he dying? Yeah, you yet? know. So either way, though, um, only thing I can say is add a dodge roll. That's, that, that is my... Only uh, I'll use the word suggestion because I don't even think it's really a complaint. It doesn't right. really take away from the gameplay. I think it would just add it's to it. It's a want, it. not a need. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the reviews are right. 10 out of 10 for sure. Like, Because it, it invokes the spirit of the original. And it is now, I believe it's now the definitive version Like to play the game. If somebody was like, should I play the original Resident Evil 4? I'd be like, play the remake first. Then go back to the original because you'll see it'll be on hard mode. Yeah, like, yeah, it'll be the it'll be pretty much uh, Resident Evil on hard mode. Sick. We just we just love technical mishaps on this show. Everything's fine. We just needed a pee break. Yeah, uh, right into my mouth. Anyway, <laughs> all so, right. Um, we're talking about Apple and Amazon, right? Everyone's They're gonna favorite have company. A baby. They are. It's true. Amazon. Um, <laughs> disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, reportedly. Apple is planning to invest $1 billion per year to make films that play exclusively in cinemas. That's just one season of The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> the news, which was first reported by Bloomberg, comes months after Amazon's similar commitment to putting 12 to 15 movies in theaters annually. So what? remember what I said about what's going to save the streaming business? The movie Why? theaters. The movie theaters. <laughs> and guess what they're doing? Because I'm telling you, they put... They put that Knives Out movie in theaters for like a week, and it made like close to four hundred million dollars. 
and they didn't dis- change their mind and say, let's keep it out there for exactly, a couple weeks. Exactly, exactly. And like, that's oh, why shit, we should have put this out before. That's why mm-hmm. development on the second, on the third film hasn't started yet because Ryan Johnson is pushing for more, um, a bigger theatrical w- window on his we, next can one. Can we uh, put it in the theaters, please? <laughs> <laughs> the round-headed fuck. <laughs> anyway, um, so... Eric Wold, Eric Wold, a media and entertainment industry analyst, uh, said, having multiple large streaming platforms decide they need theaters shows there is value in theatrical, which was the biggest concern up until recently, you know, because everyone was like, are we ever going back to movie theaters again? Ooh, the pandemic. How much is each seat going to cost? I just, I, I think that's so dumb. Like, of course, like, you don't have a screen that is 40 feet and a Dolby 5.1 Atmos in your they home. They do actually go into that a bit so apple and amazon do do you really think the average person really wants to go to the movies as much as us i i think for like you go to the movies for uh, the movie experience obviously you go to see it on the big screen i think most people would be perfectly fine just watching everything at home like on a screen like this with a really good but that's like a really good sound system you can i'm not saying it's the same yeah it's the experience the average consumer can in modern day America, you can get an enormous TV and surround sound in your living room. But that requires work to but set up. But also, and money the to other pay. thing is that, and then never have to buy tickets. There's to film, ever again. There's film bros like us that cheap that chirp on the internet about movies that we like and don't like and all that stuff. But there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people that go to the movies just as regularly as we do. And don't talk about it on the you internet. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, and yeah. I there's think... not 400 million podcasts out yeah. there. Every, every time I take any one of my friends to the movies, when like when we're, you know, oh, I have to go see this for the podcast. You want to come? And they're always like, I can't remember the last time I went to the movies. Dude, those people So suck, many of my friends. <laughs> I, we might talk about this later, but based on us trying to get movie tickets Yesterday? This was the Yo, first time I've struggled to get movie yeah. tickets in a long yeah. time. I was like aisle, second row. Yeah, like, dude, <laughs> John, John Wick at 11 o'clock at out. night. <laughs> Plenty of seats left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Apple and Amazon, the move is not exactly a benevolent bid to help out um, movie theaters. You don't say. <laughs> it's, a, it's a way to promote their respective streaming services in the long run. Ideally, the more attention that a movie gets on the big screen, the more people will want to see it elsewhere once it's available online, which is absolutely true sure. because nobody went and saw Puss in Boots when it came out, but people who did see it were like, this movie's fucking great. It was on Amazon Prime. She was out. I was like, I'm going to watch Puss in Boots. And guess what? That movie was fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Um, it also makes movies like the Batman like palatable to watch again. Yeah. Rather yeah. Than, like, well, th- that's the thing that always gets me is... Um, like the, the, the industry always had windowing, you know, where you would have, you know, this release, that release, you know, oh, you can't see it in theaters, but then you'll get it on digital and then then it'll be on a home release. This is their way to bring that back. Streaming is the new secondary window. Uh, monthly subscriptions to Apple TV plus or prime video are the, it's the key here is like, you got all the buzz in the theaters and maybe it didn't make hundreds of millions of dollars right out the gate, but you made a little bit of money. Now it's going to Amazon Prime, and somebody who doesn't have a subscription will now sign up for it. I don't know a single person who shops daily that doesn't have Amazon Prime, but you get yeah. my point. Right. Um, I don't know anybody that's <laughs> Apple TV Plus, though. Well, all right. I'll be completely honest. I was like, I was trying to win the war of what new streaming device should we get, and the what won them over is I was like, 
they're only showing Charlie Brown Christmas or whatever. Or the big, uh, <laughs> yep. It's only available on Apple TV. So I bought it and like uh, we bought Apple t- the Apple TV. We set it all up and everything. And then I see it on the Fire Stick. And that's when I was like, yo, they named the service and the device the same fucking. I was had by that, Apple. Yep. To and be fair, I love my like Apple Charlie TV. Brown. I love Apple, Charlie Brown. Apple it's, TV. It's, it's the best. Is like, the best streaming. Yeah, there's no there's no better streaming stick device. out there. I like. I uh, I I usually would agree. My old apartment, um, my my roommate had Apple TV, and I, I liked it. I didn't love it, but then I went and stayed at Aaron's place up in Boston, and. Uh, her her smart TV was the most seamless experience. Mm-hmm. The remote control had you know wasn't too many buttons, but it also wasn't like overwhelm or what wasn't like. I think the Apple TV, yeah, similar to that the Apple TV controller, it's too streamlined no. to me. No, the, the, that's all I need. <laughs> uh, being able to charge your remote, um, total game changer. Because I'm yeah. like, oh crap, it's acting really slow. Let me just plug it on into my phone charger. Yeah. It's honestly, it's great. The one weird thing is, so I have the Apple TV subscription. Like I pay for that, you know, the nerd. I, really I, I also <laughs> have Apple TV. Nerd. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you watched Ted Lasso and Shrinking? Cause those are two uh, amazing. And Severance is great. Okay. My mom <laughs> uh, is watching that. I think the problem with Jon Stewart. But um, if I am logged into his account, it's like sign up for Apple TV. And I'm like, oh, I have to go in and change the account on the TV, but not for any other apps. Yeah, that's uh, also the fact you. that you have to ha- like you have to have an Apple ID for that, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't like that. But you have to have an you have to have an Amazon account to do Amazon Video. Like it's the it's the, you have to have any account to do any of those. I, I suppose. But my thoughts on Jared from Subway. All right. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Just to recenter us. Sorry. Oh, that's um, true. All right. <laughs> it also helps lure top talent who don't want to focus their labors of love and then get lost in the shuffle of streaming because that does happen. That movie, um, Ryan what Johnson. is it? Uh, um, God, it's Ben Affleck, Pedro Pascal, Oscar Isaac, uh, Charlie Hunnam. It's that big action movie on Netflix that actually is Never very good. Exactly, because it's lost under a mountain of content. But if it had a po- proper marketing push and went to theaters... It's, it's like it's it would have been under. Like, is it cake? Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly, <laughs> it would have been the same as something like. Um, uh god what's that air air is the new ben affleck movie that just came out he wrote and directed it with uh, oh, Matt Damon, the Jordans. and people won't shut the fuck up about is it how really good called it is. air yes it is about air jordan it's about air jordan yeah shoes i mean no i get that but when you said air i had no idea what you're talking about but it you breathe it nick yeah come on that's a bad name okay so <laughs> also the advantage of streamers um it's called jordan the, the advantage of streamers to put movies in theaters is there's obviously incremental revenue. We've already talked about that with the Knives Out thing. and But also, there's an inherent risk to all of this, too. People have way more access to information these days. That's why the government is trying to shut down TikTok. And audiences are more are way pickier than they used to be. You cannot go to a movie theater to see a rom-com that scored a 25% on Rotten Tomatoes and have that motherfucker haul in $150 million. That just does not <laughs> exist dude, anymore. Dude, my favorite thing I saw was a tweet that was, you know, the new Jennifer Lawrence movie coming out? Yeah. Where? Do you, you know it? Nope. It looks like it's, an old school. It, it looks like a Judd Apatow, like, you know, 2010 like she's basically like a down and down on her luck needs money. She's a piece of shit. She's a piece much. of shit. Needs she has slick back hair. Yeah, needs mm-hmm. exactly needs <laughs> money, and then like basically strikes this deal 
to date someone's son who's like 18 and it's just basically like she's gonna fuck him but like the whole but that's the whole like in the in the trailer they're like do you mean date or do you mean date and they're like date yeah so but it's silver linings playbook it, without the football and dancing and the and the you know the mental illnesses but yeah but it, it will but i saw a thing and i was like oh shit we're really in a recession recession if they're making movies like this yeah again. and that's the thing is that like and but i mean i saw a lot of genuine reactions to that trailer being like yo uh what's it called the turbo version fucks the hot cheerleader. This is the movie that we've been missing for the last 15 years. Seriously. Because they don't make comedies like that anymore. We talked about co- Cocaine Bear for all that movie, that movie's faults. They don't make movies like that anymore because, you know, the whole thing was that, I mean, Todd Phillips said it himself, like that he literally wrote and directed all those hangover movies. And granted, one of them was good, but he even said himself that he doesn't do he doesn't want to do comedy movies anymore. He'll focus on just more serious stuff like the two Joker films because he like you studios won't back comedies anymore because they're afraid of offending people. But guess yeah. what? The bottom line has changed now. Like, oh, fuck, we'll put anything out there to you get know, people you in know the cha- YouTube channel nerd writer. Okay. Uh, they just re- released a video on like, uh, like how the scary movies do like, and all of their copycats crashed comedies and satires in mm-hmm. the, in the two thousands. Really interesting, but also I learned that Craig Mazin took over yep. the scary movie franchise, and that's mind blowing to me. Which is weird because at the time I didn't know that he wrote and directed superhero movie, and I remember walking out of that movie going, "That's the best one of those <laughs> movies, no matter how shitty it was." You know? Yeah. Um, what other what other risks are they? So the other about? thing is that um, is that. It's just too easy these days to release disposable content with YouTube, Twitch, yep. with all the other streamers like and Amazon and Apple don't have a reputation for creating compelling content like Netflix does, yeah. you know, like HBO does, you know. And that's the thing is that is well, that not HBO not for long. Well, what's coming from HBO? Max. Oh, <laughs> and it's all discovery content. Um, yeah. <laughs> So they need to produce good movies and market them effectively to cut through the noise to get people to here's, show up. Here's I've made this proposal on the show before, but here's what I'm going to say. Um, we live in, a, in an age where you have access to unlimited content, as we just said, mm-hmm. and it used to be you used to watch things. The reason things like the Oscars used to watch it was that was a thing that was on cable at the time. And that's why everybody watched it. There's not that thing anymore. So I think it'd be interesting bringing the whole streaming back to the cable plat, uh, you know, model is if you log into Netflix, you can still watch anything on demand, but there's always something playing. Like as soon as you log in, you can watch maybe like a handful. Shutter, Shutter does this. Shutter does that. Like mm-hmm. that would be the way to do it. You put your, your, you know, your flagship movie at the mm-hmm. moment. Just have it playing all the time, and you can. I know. Oh, I don't know what to watch. You guys, Let me watch this. You guys didn't come to the Halloween party, but what we did yeah, was I'm sorry. I'm we really took. Sorry about that. We took. <laughs> like I'm not broken up over you guys not coming to my parties. Okay, I still got your plate in the fridge. Um, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's moldy, um, but like we took this TV outside. And we plugged in a streaming stick, and we brought up Shutter, and instead of looking for something to put on, since it was Halloween. They had nothing but like a marathon. the Halloween movies marathoning. So we just put that on and now and then we had literally like as soon as people started showing up, the first Halloween started and it was perfect because it was like, you know, a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. We got to crack jokes. We had it out by the fire and everything. Like I got really drunk and I kept telling people how much I love this movie to the point where Danny was also hammered. He's like, you, 
you like you like this movie? You like you know what I mean? Like it's good for you know quality time with friends. And then they put on a shitty sequel, and we got the shit all over that. Then you got so, the season of the witch. You were like, what the fuck? Exactly. It <laughs> yes. wasn't like we had to sit there and siphon through stuff to find content. I mean, you know like, oh, I, mean? I don't want to watch that. It's just it kind of comes on. Like you, there is exactly a spontaneity and, about it. And all through the rest of October, I had that Shutter live stream on, and whatever they had playing, I was like, ooh, I haven't seen this version of Children of the Corn. You know, um, <laughs> I'm also fine. I was if they are gonna release some like bloat content to the movies. We need bloat content at the movies. Like, we just need something. Like, I, I feel like everything at the movies right now is so, Amazon app like, the, you know, NBC just like the app. weight. It's so much weight. It's like, I need shitty movies, and I need movies that are only going to make, like, $25,000, $25 million. <laughs> yeah. and like you said, yeah, walk in and be like, all right, that you was mean, absolute like, hell. Man and the Wasp? Oh, exactly. Um, so here's the other big question about that this article poses, is that will Netflix follow suit? I am putting all of my money on that. I will. I would go all in on if that they any don't. They're they're they deserve to lose their mm-hmm. their spot on top of the hill. Yep. Because the thing is, like, this is industry leading, right? This that's how these industries work. Is that if your if your competitors are doing this and they're making money hand over they're fist, they're the leaders. Now. Yeah, exactly. So you need to get on top of that as well. Uh, believe it or not, I I kind of think Disney actually still has is like coming out on top here because Disney has consistently been like, we're if we're putting a movie out that's brand new on our streaming service, you're paying 30 to $40 up front to watch it, which worked in the pandemic. Not into that model, but yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. As I'm, a consumer. Yes. I'm just saying. And then we did, well, I mean, I paid $30 for jungle cruise and five of you watched it. If nobody I'm, had to go to the movies. Allegedly we all watched it. <laughs> yeah, I paid, I paid. Uh, I, if I'm paying that much, I want the theater experience. I yeah. don't want to watch it at home. Well, that was the other thing too, is that, so uh, the last thing that this article finishes with is just that going to the movies is an active experience compared to the passive experience of watching something at home. When you go to the movies, you are making the choice to go out of your house, pick a showtime, get snacks, find your seats. Those experiences with other human beings. create great memories. Yeah. And I mean, like even last night in John Wick, people were cheering. People were laughing. This motherfucker behind me was kicking my seat. It got to the point where I was slamming my seat back into his knees like because he kept kicking my seat uh they spoke a different language so i didn't want to start any problems but (laughs) why do my knees hurt so bad it's an international incident (laughs) exactly i just didn't want to get up and like you know what i mean but i was very close to being like do i is this the first time i'm gonna like first time in years just look over your you do the like i did that i did that once i did the you throw some popcorn over your head you know you know Relax. That's too much. <laughs> Don't do any air Pull it back. Or I'll dial it back. <laughs> I'm not Obama. <laughs> okay, okay, we got Obama. presidential administrations for that, right? All right. That's why you had to leave Roku City. You're, but listen, you're I'm, glad, I'm glad this is That's, happening. I'm glad this is happening because uh, I, I'm i a person that r- would rather watch something in the theater for the first time than watch it on the screen. As a matter of fact, I watch it at home. As a matter of fact... I feel like that's why I had a lukewarm response to Godzilla vs. Kong the first time I watched it because I watched it at home when, you know, they did all that. That's put why it right you, on you, TV. Think, you think you had a bad response? To well, that? I mean, that movie did really well critically com- with audiences and commercially. It was the only so movie in the commercially. It was the only movie in the pandemic that was like, does the commercial box office include the Asian market? No, it no? made like six hundred million dollars. Well, I mean. 
it was wor- it was more than just the U.S. But yeah, but I'm saying a Godzilla movie is you're specific fucking amazing you're, in the Asian market. If you're specifically asking me about China, I don't think so. But <laughs> but, but everywhere else in the world, like that movie made six hundred million dollars, and that was the first movie that people said like, "All right, we're back. The movies are back," and people loved it. Uh, yeah, that the movie blue. The sequel comes out <laughs> next year, so let's see how much people really love it. You know, <laughs> when when you have options to do other things, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, TMNT video game. Nick, you're a big Ninja Turtles fan. Nope. Are you yes, real? you are. No. Oh, God damn it! Um, Never seen the show. Let me gaslight him. Yeah. Um, I actually I, was I like a turtles. really big Ninja Turtles fan <laughs> growing up. <laughs> you got Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael, and Pizza and, Man, and P- Pizza Rat, <laughs> <laughs> Pizza Rat. Yep, that's his name. Uh, so we don't have any. They have not revealed the name of the developer yet. But um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Ronin graphic novel Ooh. is being made into a big action RPG in the style of God of War, which. I think is fucking wonderful because I think we're well overdue for a proper proper TMNT game. Proper. proper. Um, no, I hope Jeremy. It's like Renner we're well in. we're well overdue for a giant turtle game. Yeah. <laughs> well, the rumor was that Rocksteady was doing it after Batman. They were yeah. gonna do like an open world. You can change between all four of them. It was all this whole you know fake leaks and everything. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, that is not what Does we're this getting go here. Go hand in hand with the new TV show. The new. Ninja Turtles TV show. Oh, he says he's not a big fan. He knows about hey, the TV yeah, show. Yeah. The one that yeah, Seth Rogen's doing things. that has like that crazy cast of people. Velma. And children. What? Are there? They're like legit children voice actors. No, no, no. There's legit like, like Turtles. Hollywood A-list actors. Pull it up. Playing, Pull uh, it up. I, the one I saw, like there was a bunch of kids turtles. voicing the turtles. <laughs> it's like, we, need, like a, we need like a fuck them kids drop. Man, oh, we fuck do them need. Kids. Oh. Uh, it's really just going to look like oh, God. <laughs> I think it's going to look like a game that has yeah, been modded actors. like you know how like you when you're just playing like anything and like Shrek's in it okay, I feel well, here this you game go. will look yes, like that just yes. based off of your character Seth Rogen, Jackie Chan, Paul Rudd Rose Byrne, uh, Giancarlo Esposito uh, John Cena oh, Ice shit. Cube uh, Maya Rudolph, and none of these Hannibal Buress, none of these people are playing Post any of Malone. the titular turtles. Yes, none of <laughs> <laughs> they're all just on a TV in the background of the show. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad Post that we're getting alone. Who's I'm, he gonna play? <laughs> I'm glad Shredder. that we're. Wait, no, it said who he's playing. He is playing uh, <laughs> Ray Filet. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. Um, is so this is an adaptation dude? of the no. 2020 graphic novel that tells a grim story of a, fu- a grim futuristic story about the turtles. Uh, the last Ronin video game adaptation will be darker and more mature. Uh, a tank that's not typical of you know colorful, fantastic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but more akin to the original comics, right? I don't think the original comics were ever super dark. Yeah, they were. The original the original comics right, were a comic like. You know, they were satire and they were, you know, black Social and commentary. white, more gritty. And really? Yeah. I guess I am. I am the biggest okay. turtle fan here, I suppose. I went to a turtle exhibit, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle exhibit. Oh, yeah. When, when you, I was young, you learn there. Um, and I also stole a little little gun for one of the guys that I bought at a garage sale. And I didn't tell my dad that I took the gun out of the box and put it in the guy's handle. And then I got talked to. Oh, did you have to bring it back? And Absolutely not. It was like 
10 cents. So your dad, he's like, he wants to teach you to do the right thing, but he knows the value. Like that can got to keep the, we're a very efficient family. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, obviously they're, they're keeping everything under wraps. Paramount has not released who the developer is yet. Um, while there is other TMNT games like Shredder's Revenge, I believe came out last year. That was very, um, well-received. It's kind of like, so it's a, it's like a you know the like a side scroller beat 'em up yeah like battle toads you yeah know, like good battle toads it is yeah, yeah. well it's like it's uh, like um there's because there was that main arc it's an arcade game basically yeah okay. um the last Bronin will primarily be a single game uh, a single character game and although they poised well, that the there could one. be playable characters in flashback sequences you know which would be cool like to you know go back to like I don't know. 1990s New York at some point and like play through get a second stop and frisk yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly get the old pat down it's like you green from bastard the, yeah. um, similar to how the comic played out though the primary action is said to center on only the one surviving turtle so the whole arc of the story is you know, it's a mystery who the turtle is. He wears a black mask, and but he fought. What's up? What weapon <laughs> he does has, he use? Yeah, he has two katanas. Well, that's who do you the thing. Think he is? Well, that's like, the thing. This particular turtle in the story, he he used the nunchucks. He used the bow staff. He used the dual katanas and the uh, sai. But that's but the, what it, is his character art? <laughs> but it, I mean, in the final pages of the comic, it is revealed that it's Michelangelo. Like, and for whatever he's, the remaining turtles in Master Splinter have all been exterminated by the Foot Clan. Um, Leading to stomped out leading to Mikey line. leading from Mikey to seek justice for their deaths in a battle ravaged New York City. Who is your favorite? I like Leonardo. Okay. That's it. Do you guys remember the when me and all the rest of the guys were the we were the little kid teenage mutant ninja turtles? We'd buy the little kid costumes and then just rip through oh, them. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a picture of that. Do you want to bring it up? We'll we'll <laughs> add it add in a post. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I'm I I like how they're targeting this for an, uh, a more mature audience. The only thing is that I don't know if it's gonna be like M. You know what I mean? Because it could still be a T game and right. still be for a more mature audience. Yeah. But if there's like any blood, yeah, if there's any blood at all, which the comic book is full of bloody scenes, then it was it anything. Even if you have a drop of blood in video games, it's rated M now. You really? Know? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's been like that for a while. I feel like they could do it how, like Spider-Man does a lot of their yeah. like games and in that kind of fashion comic booky violence that they could probably get away with a T. Yeah, what rating does the Spider-Man game have? T. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, but I want to dismember Easy. people with a sword. It's okay. There'll be mods. There's always mods. <laughs> There's always mods. You can run around as Dobby too. with a gun, you know? <laughs> Dobby with a gun. But yeah, they said that The Last Ronin is an ambitious AAA title, and you can expect more details on it in the coming months and years because they're still a few years away. But like I said, I'm not a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. Um, obviously, but I I, uh, Yeah, you are. Obviously, I like the show as a kid, but um, I'm glad that you're... It's, a, it's one of those things where it's like there's a bunch of 30 and 40-year-olds who have fond memories of this property and are gamers now. Let's try and make something for them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we don't have enough. No. We don't have I don't have no, nearly nobody enough. really cares about us. We don't. It's true. I mean, we do have the new Rooster Teeth logo though, Nick, if you want. And wanna. see, but that's exactly no, what they I'm gave saying. us too much, too much. How does that make you feel, they, Nick? They give it and they can take it away. You know, you know, Nick, I will give it to you on this screen. It looks very red. It looks very red. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. did pull it up. I pull, like I, I know you I, did the color picker. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, this is orange. Um, yeah. Rooster Teeth's 20th anniversary. They got new branding and boy, does it blow. And they have a new menu where you can get your chicken delivered now. <laughs> so 
Um, this is. <laughs> they said. Uh, do you have it up said, on the screen? I do. Yep. Mm, that's unfortunate. All right, let's take a break. So yeah, the new branding uh, is not good. Looks well, like Nick, it, it looks according. Like it, no, Te- go ahead. No, <laughs> I was no, no. Say, it looks like if Texas seceded from the union and then decided <laughs> to have like be endorsed by a KFC like yeah. fast um, food chain. So I think what's kind of hilarious is that Gorilla Suit, who is the Austin based creative agency that created this new branding for them, described this as, quote, dynamic, playful and unconventional. And boy, that last one really sells it, huh? Because this ri- straight up looks like fucking chicken fry advertisements. I'll, I'll give like, them dynamic. I'll let them you? have that one. What's you di- know? What's dynamic? Like I'm rolling up to Burger King and I'm placing oh, an order what? for chicken fries. With Playful this. was the one I meant to call okay, out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> dynamic just came out of my mouth. Playful is sure. Yeah, you know what? If you got rid of the rooster teeth side of this, I think I would just think this is like the new Popeyes logo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Actually, now that I, we're talking about it, uh, I do love that chicken from Popeyes. Oh, you're trying to see what they do? They have a chicken fries logo. Yes, they do. That's <laughs> it. There it is. There it is. It's yeah. I mean, not really anything wants you like to it. Identify. But <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's oh, no fuck, difference. I didn't even see him down there, dude. Right there. Oh, yeah, I didn't even see that. Holy little shit. chicken man. Well, R1 doesn't have a beak that's discernibly different. It's the R part of it, the little leg, so, you know, it's it's okay. <laughs> to, me, uh, to me, it's interesting that they dropped the teeth part of it mm-hmm. um, and uh, just the, the combination of colors. It's okay to have the blue and the red, but to layer the blue and red is just, it it's hurts a weird, your eyes. It looks like a sports kind of team. It's like that kind of, yeah. you know, like weirdness of contrast and I'll tell you what would probably help a black stroke around all of this fucking text stroke doesn't solve everything. <laughs> I'll tell you I'll tell you what at the core of the strategy it's making people realize Rooster Teeth is a digital media company that brings together all of those different interests of our creators cut to your own camera with, right now <laughs> with comedy being the backbone of it I'm sorry this does not say anything doesn't funny say that. I, I get the like banality of digital media from it yeah that and like the modern stripping down and moder- or um, minimalism, that's what I'm getting from it. That's or, not a good thing. Do you know what I'm getting from it? That woman on TikTok who redid like Microsoft <gasps> yeah. and Apple's like things where she like basically she was like, I'm rebranding all of these logos and they she purposely made them bad. Oh, but yeah. it got these brands so big on TikTok that they were actually using it as like what? their TikTok photos and stuff like yeah. that. That's what this looks like. I can see her being like, you see how it says rooster teeth? That spells out what the brand is. And I did the blue on the red or orange, whatever color we're calling this, because it pops. Like, I can see her explaining why this is a good logo when it's obviously bad. Look at the spacing on the S and the H. Think about when that's going to, you're going to shrink that down. That is not going to scale well. I'm five feet away from this and it doesn't scale well. The H looks like just a solid square. Yeah. Honestly, if it was just the thing on the left, I'd be fine. Right. It's a little weird, but I get it. I'd understand. Yeah, you don't need how well, they have their, you know, like the icon and the word mark. So you do need both parts of it. But yeah, it's just very, like you said, banal. So I had Batman and Superman comics as a kid. And that's what inspired this, apparently. This I made like a superhero chicken. <laughs> superhero chicken. I was really a big fan of the chicken fries from Burger King and uh, 
I uh, I lost over a hundred pounds, but I still wanted to keep that spirit here, you know, and that's what I did. This fe- <laughs> it, that color combo does look like Pepsi. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's the three primary colors, yeah, right? It's uh, like I'm not gonna, you know, it looks like Ameri- America, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this really screams uh, patriotism. Okay, patriotism. Well, they are from Texas. Okay, so that's, they yeah. are a Texas-based company. Mm. Yeah, this sucks. Uh, this is not good. I don't know what was the old. The old logo was just was literally just the generic, teeth like and the, a, and the, a rooster and a pair of like chattering teeth. Let's see. Yeah, which I mean, it was. was it was ass too. But it like, was bad. But it had at least it said something about the company. That no, nah, right there. That's good. No, I mean, it looks like a bad comedy club from like the nineties. That's the thing is, like these guys started as just a bunch of friends, which playing video games together. And that's what that says. It's like a bunch of guys goofing around. Yeah, it looks like an Xbox um, profile tag yeah. from like yep. Xbox um, 360. Do you remember what their original name was before Rooster Teeth? No, I have no um, idea. I think they changed it because they like when they started getting bigger, they were like, we need something that is at least a little bit more was it pre- cock presentable. Was <laughs> <laughs> Cock mouth. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, what's Rooster Teeth's original name? Was Drunk Gamers? Drunk Gamers, yeah. Oh, it's almost kind of like uh, nerd shit, uh, where it's just like don't even fucking bring that up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't you have that hung up somewhere? It's in here. That's what, like what I was saying. You, you were like, oh, just friends that play video games. It's together. in and the I'm closet, like, yeah. like yeah. the rest of my. And our deep, logo is a roll dark of toilet secrets. paper. My skeleton. Well, that okay. Hold on. Liz stop, is in the stop, closet stop, right now. Stop! 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 That was you who made that logo. Yeah, I know. I, I know. You but did that. It's in the closet. You now. did that. Well, I, to be fair, that is, I think, a better logo than the. Rooster teeth. Oh, okay. I was about to yeah. throw hands. <laughs> you're like, then your current you, logo. Like, really let's not. Let's not. Me, st- the, I was like, you're on this show, and you're bad mouthing the logo. I love that logo because I did the animation where it like unfurls. And I'm like, that's one of my favorite things that I've done in After Effects. <laughs> <laughs> Came in hot, Liz. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Liz. I would agree. We're due for a redesign. You're right. Good. I'm glad you brought it Look up. What you've done, Liz. Yeah, you open Pandora's box. All right, let's move on to the yeah. main topic. <laughs> so, uh, main topic tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this, is uh, John Wick Four. Everybody, big fours all around for this episode. Um, what else is a four? Resident Evil Four remake. Uh, the four Ninja Turtles. The four of us in this room. <laughs> the four times we've had to stop the fucking camera, to <laughs> <make> like <laughs> capture card. The fucking four is twenty-three in the room Jim Carrey right movie. <laughs> like, yeah, the number yeah. twenty-three. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking everywhere. Uh, the uh, four fingers on John Wick's left hand. Oh. No. <laughs> the call. four seats that were in between me and the guy eating cheesy puffs. Yeah. <laughs> the four times you had to turn around and tell the guy to fuck off. Yeah, really. The only four seats left in the theater this weekend. The four hours I spent in an AMC while watching this movie. Yeah, with the with the Nicole Kidman and all the preamble. God, mean the queen. Dude, I love how they gaslit us into loving that. I can't believe they didn't give us a new one. They yeah, gaslit us on the way. A new one. It's yeah. on the way. We're By the end of the year, I, th- I think they said this. It's also be still, out. it's got the Jurassic Park like shot yeah. in it. I was like, well, that's dated at this point. <laughs> all right. So, um, Jurassic World. Jurassic. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead. Get started. Um, non spoiler spoilers. Uh, so, I admittedly, I did not. Love this when it first started, but by the end, I was like, this was fucking incredible. Like, I, I fucking loved it. Um, Mike, what about you? I liked it. I mean, John Wick, I think, is how action movies should be. It gives you everything what you want and how you want it. I think we're getting like a little, you know, you're losing the forest in between the trees or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of 
complications of things from like, you know, first John Wick, real straightforward, doing this because of this. Now we've got like rules and caveats and that's old what, that's hats what I and think, like that's what I think is the best part of it. Really that I, stuff. Like I, I get that you have to develop a series and you have to develop like, you know, as to why you're not just doing the same thing. And I they think that they do like poke fun at it in ways in this movie. But I was just like I like for me I was just like I get it, but I don't need them like changing all that shit and then like cat like you know basically like technicalities as to like plot arcs i have the i have a theory on that we'll get into it in spoilers what do you think of this one so this is my john wick weekend yeah i marathoned all four movies i watched one on friday and then the next three on saturday did you count how many he killed uh i did look it up online i think it's like up into 400s 400 bodies yeah Um, so uh what i will say is my ranking for all four of the movies goes four, two, three, one. Okay. Ooh. Um, no, no, no. Yes, yes, that's right. Four, two, three, one. Wow. Um, I really enjoyed this one. There's some parts that got a little slow for me, but that's my big problem with two is that the action action sequences, it's just like Okay, how many how many more people are you gonna kill? Where it's like the the creativeness of the sequence is no longer there. I'm over it. But those were few and far between in this movie. Yeah, I don't know how I'd rank the bottom three, but two is my favorite. Yeah, and after I watching agree. this one, I was like, yeah, two is still my favorite because. Uh, before we go over to you, my, I, I think the first one was the surprise that they were not expecting the response they got from it because the movie is written and directed by the guy, by Keanu Reeves' stunt double Chad. from The Matrix. Chad Stahelski, I think his name is. Sure. Or Chad... Chad, Chad Klaus. Stahel- yes. <laughs> Chad Klaus. And um, it is a very slow start. It's a very low-budget film. They obviously got creative with what they had to work with, and... I remember when it came out, I was like, damn, this movie got really good reviews, but it did very did not do very well at the box office. It's actually known as the last movie to get a big push or like a cult following from physical media. Oh, and once yeah. they saw because the first time I saw it, Danny was like, hey, I watched this movie that my roommate had and it was fucking crazy. And then we watched it at his house. And I was like, damn, this movie's fucking nuts. Like I was so bored by it. I didn't that I didn't think I was gonna watch two, three, and four. I think And they, then you get to the second half and you're like, holy even shit. Even the second half I, I thought yeah. was like the 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 style they hadn't quite nailed down the style of it yet in the yeah. first one. It was just to me, it was just very straightforward action movie. When you get to two, it's like Okay, they're creating an interesting world. Yeah, well, that's that's what we were saying before, is I think one was the one-off, like, this is my chance to direct. Keanu's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He said he'd be in it. And Holy nobody's shit. ever going to adapt this property. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit, we have a hit on our hands accidentally. Now here, these next three movies are the trilogy I wanted to make. Yeah. Like, here's all of the Continental stuff, the, the Society of Assassins, uh, the High Table, all that shit, right? Which... I think all that is really well done without like lose like or backwards. The action is really well done without losing sight of the world building and the story in these movies, which I really like. Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't think they do much for his character throughout these movies, but I kind no. of feel like it's a, that's a backseat to this guy. Wait, I I I heard and I like I read a really good like analysis sure. of that was like the, that the entire film and the entire like you know the entire four movies is basically like because people were like 
yeah, like his acting is bad. And they're like, everybody is like, I'm willing to die for John Wick. And then you see John Wick and he's just like, yeah, like I'm going to kill them all. And then it's like people were taught like a lot. One guy was mentioning. I need a gun. Yeah. <laughs> one guy was mentioning. He was like, it's just like, you know, there's not that much time after John Wick's wife died throughout all of this. It's like this is him grieving. Like this is a very manifestation of grief in his like. That's a good point. Morose character. I was like. I was like, I like that, but I feel you're giving a lot more credit you're to just retrofitting a bad Keanu acting that. job. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be straight up. Well, actually, Liz, what did you think before we go, before um, I get into my spiel on Keanu? I reviews? liked it. Uh, like how we talked about before, like they're not making comedy movies the way they used to. Sometimes it's really nice to just watch people get fucked up for three hours. It was really yeah, nice. Here. I ate some popcorn, ate some Skittles, watched people get absolutely massacred, and I... Enjoyed every second of it. How about that uh, that trailer for the their next movie from the people oh. who brought you John Wick? Yeah, and it's basically John Scott. Wick but World War Two. Yeah, it's like I didn't it's, see that. You didn't see? Oh, it? we it, got there like I literally we sat down in the movie. It, started. Yeah, it's basically like this guy who is like a now a, a prospector out somewhere, and it must take place. It's in Finland, I think Finland, they said. It takes place during in or just after World War II? I think they said. And, yeah, he just fucks up Nazis in John Wick fashion. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. it's like a, you know, another Baba Yaga Atomic, like. Atomic Blonde was like that, too. Was Atomic another, Blonde was bad, was, was another John. Well, I don't think the world building and the story was as good, but the stunts are just as great because yeah. it's the same team. But, um, so, uh, listen, I've, I'm pretty sure I've said it on this podcast before. I don't think Keanu Reeves is a particularly good actor. I don't think anybody thinks he's a particularly good actor. That being said, the man oozes charisma. Yep. Like Sisu. He is he is so fucking likable yep. in everything he does. For sure. That even when he's giving one word answers to things, people were dying in my theater. Like cracking up his I'm like, damn, all right, fuck. You're right. That's the that's his biggest sell. And it like you can compare his performance here easily to his, him in the Matrix and other things like that where he's playing the stoic character. Or you can compare him to like Bill and Ted, or uh, what's the movie where he's uh, where he's a football player? Uh, the replacements, replacements yeah. and stuff. Like he has, he can give other like range. It's just that for some reason, people like to see him as just this stoic. You know, just have you one seen word. Dracula two thousand? I have not. But sir. Okay. But also, yeah. that's, it's that so was a bad movie good. all around. No, it wasn't. Right? No, I haven't seen it. I've just seen clips. <laughs> but of it was it. bad. And, but he. <laughs> Is not good. He's the it. worst yeah, he's part. He's great. the worst part of that movie. Um, but I mean, even just watching this movie, his performance, I was like, God, man, this guy's been doing this for what almost thirty years now, and he never picked up how to read a fucking line. Like Jesus Christ, Doesn't need to. They hire um, him, and they know what they need him to do. Yeah. Uh, that he's I mean, working with the director's I think, his friend. I think yeah. his best, his best performance in a while was Toy Story Four. I think when he played that oh, his fucking uh, fucking. Uh, uh, we'll call him Danger Ned, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know Duke what Kaboom. That's yeah, what it was. I it was <laughs> you guys don't like Danger I, Ned. I like Danger Ned. Um, about Naughty Ned. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's more like a porn parody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, stunt work is great. I feel like the storytelling. I feel like this movie specifically was like the ballad of John Wick. You know what I mean? This was like we're not just gonna entertain you and drip some story here and there. This was like. You're, no, we are diving as deep as we can into the pool of John Wick for this one. It, it had more than just being a vengeance story and, and letting you in on the past of John Wick and letting you know about the world. This one added the element of 
friendship and brotherhood and what it means to have these relationships yeah. in yeah. this world. I think right. I think a really big and important thing they did in this one was like obviously throughout all of these movies, it's like, well, John, what are you gonna do when you're done? Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like they hammered that in with this, and I think like a really big theme of this movie is consequence. Like, yep. I mean, they oh, toast dude, to consequence. So they like everything about it is, you know, yeah. And that's carried over from three. Three right. talks about that Which, a lot. Yeah. Too. And everything with it though, is kind of like, okay, you can get what you want at what cost. And mm-hmm. it, it is showing, you know, people aren't bulletproof. You aren't just going to get what you want. The hero is not going to come up and do everything perfect. You know, it's going to cost you and everything about that. Like, you know, with the knives in the hands and mm-hmm. making all the deals, it's basically about like, how much is your soul worth? Well, I mean, even the, the second one starts with that with the guy with the marker, right? Remember, he gave yep. a marker to that guy, and then like, uh, he breaks the rules at the end of that one, and that and that's what set them on this this next yeah this next two. But they didn't uh, really like. Yes, consequences were a theme, but in three they they used the word consequences a yeah. million times, and then this one two million times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys um, think of Bill Skarsgård? He was good. He's yeah, great. I thought he was good. It's a weird French great. accent, but but it's fine. It, I mean, like I'm I'm sure it was more authentic than like to actually say that's, that. But. That's what I love about the John Wick movies specifically is how they totally embrace the the villain twirling a mustache yeah. type oh, of vibe, yeah. and everybody you meet is this over the top eccentric, like impossibly un- like uh like uh mobile person yeah you know larger than life individual yeah pretty much like everything is just way over the top you know what Mm -hmm. i mean which is weird because the central character is not at all he's super straightforward you know uh, counterbalance yeah it's 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 kind of like um how do i describe it like you you got the one friend uh who's just always quiet yet he still rolls with the punches with everybody else who's really loud and eccentric you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, there's me yeah Yeah. i think with that too it like and it's so much of this one especially the way it was shot like the styling of it and everything felt very much like a video game um in like every possible aspect like boss fights like that top down shot later on was just hotline miami Miami, that's what i said hotline miami i want to talk about when we get into spoilers i want to talk about that scene it's the so first badly. movie Liz ever turned over to me and goes, I like the way this was shot. Yeah. And I was like, like you know, everything was, <laughs> but she's here. Yeah. Yeah. It all feels so much like a video game. And I actually like the fact that John doesn't have a lot of character dialogue or like personality in that way for the player because it's a vessel for the yep. player. It's I've also heard numerous times throughout the years. And I agree that these movies are structured the same way video games are structured. And Quite honestly, video game movies should be structured this way. I mean, even just with the Resident Evil 4 remake, you know, it's you have the head lieutenant, you know, the big cheese, the chieftain, you know, and then later on you get Ramon Salazar. He's the first. And you remember it's it's the first guy and then you get the fat guy and you know what I mean? And then you find the finally have the big main bad, you know, have come in waves. Exactly. Exactly. It's very um, like it's very video gamey for sure. But just more to the, the way it was shot. I know it's trite to say, but every single frame was a painting. You could take any shot out of this and hang it on a wall, and it would look beautiful. Dude, the, the fucking the color, the, the composition, rounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that was awesome. I think, but there, there was that one point. I think it was during that that overhead shot, and they cut. There's a couple times they cut to, to you like, know, regular like normal, camera yeah. shot, and he was in a closet reloading. And then it uh, it cut to whoever the bad guy coming in was, and there's blue light just coming in, Yo. beams, you know, like it, 
this is silhouette and then yes. when they go to the dealer and there's all like the big fan yeah this is the this is the most orange and teal movie oh, yeah. I've seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I was watching this movie being like, I can't be a, I would never be a filmmaker. I could never think of this shit in my wild. And not only that, the execution, these guys in the back, in the background are in blue light, but all the shit you're focusing on yeah. is in the orange. And then when the action starts, Donnie Yen is in the fucking blue light. And like mm-hmm. the guys he's eviscerating are up in front in the orange. It's like, how did, how did they even light this and keep them all in the where they needed to be? You know, find your light pretty much, Literally. you know? Like um I'm just glad it wasn't fucking dark. Like visually yeah. dark. Like for a movie with a lot of darkness and a lot of shadows yep. and a lot of underground, surprisingly well lit. Like What do you guys think of the um the uh the runtime? Uh well for me that was it it was long. I bet it was a little long I, for I was you. at the theater until like 1:30 in the morning, but mm-hmm. uh did I, they was this supposed to be two movies? I thought that they were talking about they, John Wick 4 and 5. They tested longer versions of this movie, and all of them tested horribly. Or really? they tested... No, no, no. They tested shorter versions and longer versions, so they they, they were testing they back and forth spot. until they got it right where they needed to tell the story and for it you know, to be as good as it could be. Then they also tried testing it as a 4 and 5 with what additional material they cut out. And it just wasn't working. Like it felt like this feels like an intentional cliffhanger as opposed to a natural. So they were just every like, one of these movies yeah. has intentional cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I feel like it's also organic. Where you know yeah, how this we was always like, like Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows it's Part almost, One. It's it just over, happens to be in the middle. It's yeah. over a year at this point, and all we talk about with bat with the Batman is specifically how that movie had like four natural organic Weird. stopping you points, could've. and they kept going. Whereas this movie specifically has, or all the John Wick movies have cliffhangers, but they're organic, like natural stopping points. Like, oh shit, okay, I want to see he's, the next he's one. He's completed his task, and now it's kicking off his next exactly. You know, yeah. you know? um, lack what? of Doge in this one. What? Uh, what the Mister Nobody? I know, I know his dog, but I mean the the do- the dog that set it all off. You know, well, he's now with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, that's right, because he leaves, right? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. he leave him? Because there's, like, no dogs at the hotel or something, right? Yeah. Well, the which they, which, then they, which they call back, yeah. yeah, and they call back in, in, in like, Japan, yeah. Continental. He's like, no dog, or she's like, no dogs allowed. Keep him in your room or some shit yeah. like that, yeah. Um, That actually, uh, I kind of want to get into spoilers at this point. because I, I feel like going to say? You're just... Before, yeah. before we do, uh, this is... Donnie Yen steals the fucking show oh in this one. Oh my god! I honestly like. There was a point where we hadn't seen John Wick in you know like fifteen minutes. I was like, I, I'm cool if we never see him again and just <laughs> yeah. watch Donnie Yen steal every scene. Really, he was great. Ugh. I did like. I did like him quite a lot. Great guy. Not a good. You know, doesn't have a, a crazy jawline, which is always inspiring good to, to see. see. You know, <laughs> always makes you feel happy when they, they somebody get, can do it. Yeah, yeah. Is he blind in real life? No. Why does no, he always no, no, play no. blind characters? He <laughs> was always, well. He played the the blind character in, in Star Rogue Wars, One. right? Yeah. yeah. It's, I was like, did I just not know that he was blind? Yeah. This I whole think time? there's a lot of like, like you know, almost poking fun at itself in this Troops, movie, and yeah. I think that there's things like that that oh, are kind whoa. of like. You know, calling they, out. They to love it. to reference like the Matrix. Yeah. How many how many ar- uh, ac- actors have made their way from the Matrix universe to here? And then when he first um, meets Lawrence first Fishburne's characters, he's like, "You have a choice." That's the yeah. first. That's the first time they had been on screen together yeah. since the Matrix. So beautiful. that's why they played it up like that. But the other thing specifically is that Lawrence Fishburne watched the first movie 
And when he looked at the credits, he was like, these are all the guys we worked with on the Matrix. The key and maker he was there. called Keanu Reeves and was like, I want to be, I want to be in these movies. How do I get in? And like his response was, well, truthfully, we've already been thinking about you in meetings. So like you're in like, I'm like Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, what the uh, fuck? yeah. I thought, I thought Carrie Ann Moss was going to play. Um, I thought we were going to see her as God. What was the, um, fuck the, the Russian girl. Arbitrator? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I, I am Klaus's, uh, I thought she would have been great, great thing been too, great. but the actress she's, that they had was also, she was also too well. old to do that role. That's How dare like, you? No, she is like that. That role is like Keanu like grew up with that individual. Yeah, and or, Carrie Ann Moss is about the same age. That's Carrie Ann. Mo- Carrie Ann Moss, I think, is fifty now, and Keanu is fifty six. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine actually. So, so Take shut it back. up. Man. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't make me play a drop. No. Um, all right. So if you were to, I, it's one of those things where it's like this is as good as everyone says it is. Like it really is that good. Um. I don't think there was any scenes that were wasted. You know what I mean? I feel like everything on screen was awesome and like perfect, exactly what you needed it to be. Um, the only thing, like I said, is some of the action sequences do get a little bit tedious when they when it's just like wave after wave after wave. Well, I, like, I've already seen the geography of this room. I've already seen you kill them in a bunch of creative ways. Let's move on. That being said, I still think two and three had better creative set pieces besides for one. Three did. Def- three? Three? Dude, the fucking axe room in three is one of the crazy, like when he kills the basketball player with the book, <laughs> or how about the end of the act sequence where he just fucking throws the axe across the There road. were cool moments like, like that, but there were so many parts where I was just like looking away at my phone because you start out with a moment like that, and then it's just like, okay, here's then here's a dozen underling baddies. that It's like, okay, I get it. I think, I think one of the other big points that I took away from this movie, and like it's very, to me, very evident with it, the other theme is exhaustion. Yeah. Because um, you can see like everything. And I think it does that on purpose. I think it Maybe, almost goes yeah. to exhaust you to like really then like after, you know, when he's like, he's, still he's just going. like, oh my God. Like, it's like, when is it going to end? And then he, he goes all the way up the fucking stairs and then, and then yeah. but I think like, that's a point of it too. Cause I noticed that I was like, yeah, these are like when you thought it would be done or his leaving. It's a whole second half of that fight. Yeah. Uh, I would give this like a nine out of 10. I would also give it a 9 out of 10. Like an 8.5. Liz? Yeah, 8.5, 9. I'm good with that. Okay. All right, so 875. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, so let's just jump right into spoilers, I guess. Um, where penguin. do I start? <laughs> the penguin. The penguin, yes. The penguin. We'll start with the penguin. Um, I thought that the entire time. I was like, they got this. They, they they he's supposed to be like a, a riff on the penguin, right? Like yeah, that's, that's big, the joke. Here. Big fat guy, uh, nightclub owner. Like, that's it. That's all you need. Got a bunch of gold teeth. Yeah. yeah. Um, Looks like Colin Farrell in the Batman. I um, <laughs> talked I, like Colin Farrell in the Batman. Who, 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 <laughs> hey, yo, no, none of that, man. I love like how he cuts his, like, his neck fat with a playing card. Yeah. He shoots him in the ass. He throws an axe into his ass. And he, like, and rips then, that, like, the neck cut out, oh, too. Yeah. Oh. And then they're uh, finally the, uh, why won't you just die? And then... <laughs> He, I guess, did he kick him or he punched him or he did something yeah, over there. where like that, man, that Whoa. was fucking brutal. But there was a cream, uh, cream. There was a, a kill like that in scream six where somebody face plants onto concrete like that. And it was 
way more fucked up. So I was just like, eh, I've seen a face get split a little bit better than. But this. I think that's the thing. It was like him falling to his death wasn't the wasn't that part of that scene. When he goes and he punches him and pulls his fucking tooth out, and it's just oh, showing yeah. that. That to me, I was like, oh, I was like, he got hit like when he landed, and then he's like, I was like, oh no. Oh no, he's gonna take his teeth. Like. The fucking the most brutal part for oh. me was the knife through the hand, and it, he tears it. That, that was, was rough. I couldn't watch that. I had to look away. Yeah, that was rough. I, I can't. I, I. There's not many things I wince at. Uh, usually, like swallowing something dangerous or like biting into a light bulb, and uh, are things that I would wince at, and specifically having to do with like the you know the webbed. Oh yeah, part of your hand, and that one I was like, yep. but I stuck with it. I was <laughs> so I mean, if we don't really have a trajectory of where we want to go with the rest of this review, uh, Mister Nobody, I thought he was a really interesting character. Um, it was kind of weird how they didn't tie his story up at the end. Really, he's a nobody. He's nobody. Yeah, that's true. But it, like, it, I'm in, I'm wondering if it's like he's the future. He's the future of because the franchise. there is a sp- uh, spinoff TV show. The, the TV mm. show, which I do have some information on here, don't, but there's don't, also don't shooting us down. a spinoff prequel series. I mean, spinoff prequel movie coming out next summer called Ballerina, which oh. stars uh, Anna de Armas and Keanu Reeves is making a return as John Wick. Cool. Um, okay. And it's specifically about that, that the fact, school. the school in yeah. the third one. Mm-hmm. Angelica Houston. Yeah. School. Um, so there is there is a future for this franchise. Oh, I sure. just don't think it has to do with John Wick anymore. Like it, for sure, it's outgrown him, and his story is done. Um, specifically involving the Continental series, it's supposed to focus on young Winston, a young Lance Riddick. Um, the showrunners, they you know they came up with a bunch of pitches, a different way to approach it, but ultimately it came down to three ninety-minute episodes. That's what it's going to be. It yeah. and limited. Miniseries, yep, and but this way they can focus on storytelling and action because you cannot tell a character based story in this universe, it obviously just does not work. Because Keanu Reeves, I mean, because John Wick, although although I like the character, I he's more of a catalyst, yes. I was watching, I mean, it works because it's character moving the story as opposed to story moving the character, but the thing specifically is that. All the performances and all of the other characters outshine him in every single scene of this movie. All of the movies are like that. Lawrence Fishburne could just come out there saying nothing but the most outrageous shit, and he would get laughs from the audience. It like wasn't, a, you know, just a <laughs> random soundbite of what he might say. It, it wasn't. It wasn't one single thing. <laughs> uh, you don't actually have to. Oh, that's right. I pulled out the cable because yeah. it was making too much noise. But um. Just, just leave it. The moment's gone. Oh. <laughs> Not the one I thought you were going to Oh, oh. How about that one? <laughs> yeah, he's up on top of the, so, the Bowery. Um, Bowery King. Bowery specifically King. With, uh, with everything else that was going on, though, like he, when he would come out and, and, you know, do his spiel, because everybody in this movie had cool fucking dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like... When um specifically when Bill Skarsgård's character comes up and he says all the thing about like, um, what did he say? The way you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. Uh, he said he said something else. Where I was like, God damn, that's so badass. And then later on, Winston throws it all in yep. his face again. I was like, dude, this movie's so expertly written. Like, mm-hmm. don't tell me action movies can't be written well. This movie is fucking written 
amazingly. Yeah, it's uh, just quick setup and like a little bit later payoff. Yeah, like, the the cheating scene with the card game where it's like, let me guess, uh, yeah. parify five, or yeah. five, 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 five of a kind, yeah. five of a kind. Yeah, he's like, I always knew you're a cheating prick, and then somebody else says, yeah, little prick. And like, it's just like they're all playing off each other. It's almost like a song. You know yeah. what I mean? It's almost like jazz, <laughs> <laughs> cosmic gumbo. <laughs> Uh, how about the Donnie Yen scene where he's putting the like doorbell, uh, you know, all yeah. all over the place? That was so much fun. I was just like sitting in the theater smiling. Yeah, at like how much like, fun I was having. Like I you said, like he, I thought those were bombs at first. I yeah. thought they were like trip bombs at first too. But like like you said, where it's just like totally stole the whole movie for yeah. me. Like everything, it's just also like so satirical and so making fun of itself, and it's also like done so in such a high way that it works. That it's like, yeah, you have a blind assassin and you have yeah. him like walking around with a cane and just shooting like this most of the time and is an expert it's, assassin. It's Yoda. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, oh, you see him like he can barely move around and then he's doing fucking flips. What did you shit. guys think of Akira, the daughter? It was she, interesting. She was good. I also kind of wonder why they left her as a, a dangling thread. Did you stay for the post credit scene? I didn't know there was one. Okay. Um, Do all these movies have post credits? No, no. That is the only, this is, this is this the only, is the one, only that one that did not stick around. Um. If you, since you missed it, Donnie Yen's character goes to see his daughter, mm-hmm. and right before he walks up to her, Akira shows up and pulls out a knife and is about to stab oh, him. And, and then it just it goes to oh, black. Stab him? Stab Donnie Yen. Because, again, this is about yeah. consequences. That's what happens, you know? These well, things happen. she said it. She said to John Wick, if you don't kill him, I will. Yeah. And he, well, says, he says, he says be I will, seeing you. Yeah, he says, yeah. I'll remember you or whatever. I'll be waiting, waiting for you. For you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I remember what he said. Yeah. You fucking I let her have her way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um Yeah, I don't know what the Clancy fuck. Brown. Dude, Mr. Krabs was awesome yeah. in this movie. Yeah. He was great. Well now why is he missing a finger? All Clancy of Brown? all of them who basically like took the same deal that John Wick took. In the third one, but what was I can't remember what the deal was. Nicky just uh, so the deal that John Wick did he went to go see the what the fuck is the name the, the Grand Pooba the, the, the main the main whatever, the, yeah. yeah the main dude and he it was his way of pledging his eternal servitude mm, to who to the table okay but that doesn't but I don't understand why they still wanted to why they wanted to kill him though um because they had never like the continental had never taken the bounty off of his head mm-hmm. it was just the table was like oh you're gonna do this job. You know, and you're going to pledge that you're going to do this job. And then when you're done with it, we'll talk. Consequences. Right, right, right. Um, Consequence. Oh, yeah, he sent him to go kill Winston. Right. Uh, The stairs sequence was absolutely incredible. But the most, the craziest uh, action sequence in the movie, the like without a doubt, is the fucking... um, What's that roadway call in France? Oh, with the Arc oh, de yeah. That shit was crazy. Insane. I love Rated the fact. M Frogger, like. Yeah, <laughs> I love the fucking RNG of just the cars. Like, just just somebody gets hit and then hit by. That dog got hit by one of those cars, <laughs> like, windshield and just rolled John it Rick off. John falls no out of a fifth-story window onto a, like, VW Dude, van and then it's like. off the top of yeah. a building yeah. and then it's like, one. oh, yeah, that, that hurts. Do you know what I could not stop thinking about this entire movie? The dog? Is, well, yeah, but of course. Um, 
the people in the club in Berlin and then the people just kept on dancing. the streets <laughs> of Paris that are like, oh, people are just like getting well, that's, that's, that's the world. I, He's I, life, Liz, eh? I love that about these movies because in any other movie, you would just see a crowd of people like, ah, run away and clear out the room so there's no casualties. This movie is like... It's just they're used to it. It's not about them, it's and it doesn't about need them. to be about they're them there running. To make the scene look cool. Yes, I keep do, dancing. Yes, <laughs> I do love the um, the scenes where Winston and uh, who's the other one, um, and Bill Skarsgård, like they're all at that meeting place for the duel, and they hear all the gunshots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, and the, and then they just hear it getting closer and closer. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, and that kind of informs you that like, oh, people in this world are used to this. Yeah, they like they the are definitely, exactly. It's not just gang. It's like, oh, the high level assassins are at it again, mm-hmm. honey. Lock the door. You know I, what I mean? I did, did you bring the garbage cans <laughs> in yet? <laughs> yeah. I did turn to Pat at one point and I go, you know what I love? A good assassin phone tree with your alternative 50s secretaries. Yep. Just like. Boop, 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 yeah. Yeah. All the suicide girls. Like, I love that fact. I think that's just a cool, like. The yeah. DJ, yeah, was also like, a nice it's touch. It's just agreed upon that there is just this entire network, like mm-hmm. that. It was just like, okay, we have rotary phones and chalkboards. Yeah, and loved it's, it. I'm there for it. You know, it's cool shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just a cool touch. It's like it yeah. reminds me of like Deadpool. Yeah, like with like the actual Deadpool on the board. Like, there's just fun like analog things that make it so slightly yeah. anachronistic that it yeah. pulls it into its own world. And I think that does a good job because so, if they're just all on computers, it's like, oh, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're, you're take, taking a step out of our reality. Yes. Whereas oh. this, you know, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm escaping reality and going to this one. Yeah. Only because uh, you brought up Deadpool. Keanu Reeves has been offered significant roles in every single Marvel film. And his whole thing is, I just got to find the right character. It's like... Well, now that John Wick's over, what what's next, buddy? You know what I mean. What are you jumping on the Marvel well, train he can take or not? Over as Kang. I've changed my form. Ignore the previous. Did you guys? I'm see now the... a white guy who can't <laughs> act at all. Did you guys see those Harry Potter movies where they just change the villain? We're doing that right now. <laughs> Oh God! I want to well, use that drop going, so. Bad. Going back to the the Arc de Triomphe uh, circle, mm-hmm. when there's that first, it's like a van that oh, smashes yeah. into them. The, I did notice there's so they get hit by this moving car that's now at a dead stop, and they get up to fight, and you see into the cab, and there's not a single person in the car, and I'm like, <laughs> just put a driver in yeah, there. They yeah. evaporated. Yeah. Um, um, and then, uh, this one is more of just the world, but it's like, nobody, everybody's just like weaving in and out, like, I gotta get to work. <laughs> the CGI on like, the cars like is very good, though. Yeah. It's it's, pe- yeah, there's a lot of traffic for Paris at like the, 5 a.m. The CGI on the cars is very good, though, because yeah. it was also reminiscent of, you guys haven't seen any of the Mission Impossible movies, right? Very much the same lane as these movies. Um, but um, there is a, a motorcycle chase sequence motorcycle. in that in that motorcycle in that film that looks very much like what was on screen here. And the second time I watched that movie, I noticed some of the cars are CGI that they're weaving in and out, like in between. And in this movie, I was like. 
These are really good because I can't tell which ones are fake and which ones are real, but I know that they're all I fake. I know the ones you know? that right. come real fucking close. Just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. those are fake. I love, I, I, there was a sense of tension when I was like, oh shit, is this no, the one I that's going to get hit? Is I did one? feel you know? like I usually don't go to IMAX. It was the only one that was open late enough. Uh, so this felt fucking huge. Yeah, we saw it in IMAX too. Yeah. It was definitely worth it for sure. Can we, can we talk about the duel? Yeah, what's no, not worth it. No, yeah, it's just a climax of the plot. Yeah, you know, it's just it's nothing important. They shoot each other a couple times, and um, yeah, we can talk about the duel. Go ahead, you start us off on the duel, Mike. I think this is so cool, and I think it's really like the perfect way that they wrapped everything so nicely with a bow, um, because they both start and they both shoot each other in the shoulder. So it's like they're setting the ground. Then John shoots Kane through the like abdomen, abdomen like hip. And he's like, it's basically him signaling him to like shoot me here next, oh, um, I didn't even think of because that. also, and I think it's a throwback for I think in when you know when he has to take the doctor and get fixed yep. up by the doctor, and the doctor's like, shoot me here and shoot me here, yep. and those are the two those places. are the exact yep. spots, and he's like, that's right. not fatal; it'll just make it look bad. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's a throwback with that. Good point. Um, and it basically is kind of like them having a conversation. By shooting each other, and I just think that's so fucking cool. <laughs> like, Consequences. It's, it, it, cool. it's good to sit with friends with an old friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I'll ask the question: Do you guys think he's dead? I I do think he's dead. Uh, I didn't think up up until that point. I didn't think we were going to see him die. Uh, but I think it's. I think he is. I think John Wick, the Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga is dead. I think he is alive. Oh, kind of like a Batman situation? Um, Yes. That's exactly what I said. I I was like, remember? And he's looking. (laughs) Don't know. But now that you're saying that, because remember Bill Skarsgård's whole thing, he's like, my plan is not to kill John Wick. It's to kill the The idea idea of John Wick. It's to embarrass him. Remember? Because if he dies, he he will end the high table and become a saint. mm -hmm. You know? So I'm wondering if we'll get a call back to that somewhere. I don't know. I know the a- I, I do know, know the actual answer because Keanu Reeves did give it. He's dead physically, metaphorically. He's in the ground. When did um, he give this answer? Just like just yesterday it's a on a podcast I looked up. But um, I would love to see the source when we're done. Alert. Yeah, uh, it was IGN. No, I just I want to like send it. I want to read that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. not not question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I get it. No, it was it was Keanu. He specifically said like, no, I, I. He's like not even because like I want to move on from the franchise, but. I think the char- there's nothing left for the character to do or tell. He's at peace. And, like, in the beginning of the movie, the, I mean, in the beginning of the franchise, that's the whole thing. He's searching for peace. Mm-hmm. He's searching for a way to put the death of his wife to bed, to put the life that he... Remember, because he retired, and then she died of cancer. Because, remember, he retired to be with her. And, I mean, like... It's one of those things where, like I said, it's like the ballad of John Wick, so to speak, where it's like this one is really like a full circle, full scope movie where it really pans out like like what his story and journey has meant. So I kind of feel like if you weren't to physically kill him, you're cheapening the tale that was told. You know what I mean? Which Hollywood loves to do. Exactly. And the other thing is, like, I know what you're saying about the whole Batman thing, specifically with the Arkham games. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the ending at all. But the the ending of the Arkham games is um, Batman fakes his death. And what he does is that he uses the idea of Batman and uses Scarecrow's fear toxin to 
create this sort of crazy like Batman like bat esque creature type of deal thing. Man, bat. Uh, <laughs> but it's not a physical man manifestation. It's like you. The way that they try to like they try to skirt the line of not killing Batman but killing Batman at the same time, and it just doesn't work. You got to go one really? way or the other. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do well, not like the ending the of the game. For Nolan, I was gonna say the Dark Knight was what this reminded me of, like the very end. And when I didn't in, even think about when that. they're in yeah. France, when they just look up at the table and kind of come look back. At me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now <You'll> look at me. <laughs> um, I take a holiday, <laughs> but um. Now that we're talking about that, you guys know that the original ending for that was he was just supposed to look up and nod and go to credits, and the studio was like, absolutely not. Ab- you cannot oh, you don't see Christian because, Bale at all? Yeah, because people were pissed off With at the Inception? ending of Inception. Yeah. So the studio said, like, put I their foot, like, we like, will I not, loved that. We will not put this movie out if you don't add that in. So they picked, they did Which a Which is wild shot. because the amount of discourse that would have created mm-hmm. would have been worth the, it's like, marketing. Like they don't understand how people think. I but know. it's also one of those things where it's like, you know, Bruce finally, you know, he's at peace. He got the happy end. The whole, the whole, I mean, we don't got to talk about fucking Batman there. But the point is, is that it's the same, Bobby, yeah, it's the peace. same, it's the same thing. But it's also the same thing with, like. Tony Stark's death in Endgame. Remember? You what? can rest, but will you be at peace? Remember? <laughs> oh, I see. He what... <laughs> uh, you can rest, but will you be at peace? You know what I mean? And this is this was that. Is that, Remember, she tells him, you're at peace. You can rest now. And the light goes away. Same thing with here is that John Wick sits on those stairs. You remember he throws off. All, he pretty yeah. much... It's it's a way of taking off the armor for the yeah, last yeah. time. Like the you know baptism, what I mean? taking, like, yeah. taking off... The persona. Yeah, which is, exactly. Which I like, it may not be the accurate thing, but I was like, I want to stick to how I like interpreted it. I like, sure. I like that. <laughs> no, I like my version I, better. <laughs> I, I like, I like that the concept of John Wick is dead. Like yeah. he shed now, that. Where that grave is, is a, um, a coffin full of guns for the next time. Exactly. That he's got to do this again. Oh, <laughs> okay. The, the, let's yeah, do we, it. Right, let's write five. The yeah. thing I love about this series is that, how how long do these four movies last in world? It's like three weeks, weeks, yeah, three maybe. weeks maybe. a little bit longer. I think between this one and three, there's a so gap. There of is time. a gap. Yeah, so but, like maybe a couple months tops. Um, that's really cool. And the fact that they thought of an interesting way to set up the character where he's already fully formed and perfect, but he's still at the beginning of his journey. Like that's so interesting. You don't have to do the origin story. Everybody knows. This guy, you don't fuck with him. Yeah. But he's still at the beginning of, of the you, story. You stole John Wick's car and then <laughs> killed his dog? <laughs> are, you ta- are you talking about the, the first, first, first one? one? Yeah. He doesn't even do it in that way. He's like very calm. He's like, you know what you've just done? And yeah. slaps him across yeah. the face yeah. and takes a drink. He's like, we're dead. You're, he's like, get out of my sight. He's like, what? what's coming to you, up. you deserve. Yeah. yeah. And I do love the opening of the second one where he kills his way to the office yeah, and like he uncle. drinks the guy's drink and like puts it down. Like I do, I I love that. I love so good. I love the legend, the build, that's, the world. That's the building. other cool thing about the way that one is is starts. You get that real you know, punch right in the beginning that's left over from the first story, but you, you like it's not like all right, well we have to start over. You you know the engine's already going, and then we get into the story of the new one. What's you know the business of part you know two? who's left over from the first one. John Leguizamo. Yeah, that's, he is not in a single he, one of those movies. After he does make an appearance in two. Does he? I, does I he? do believe. I don't think he's not in three. No, he, I think he is in two. 
Huh. I did. He's another one Chili I like. Goes, that's pretty funny. When he goes, goes to get the car whose back. car is this? It's, uh, I don't know, some guys. He goes, I know this car. Where did you get this mm-hmm. car? And then when he's like, I'm not going to work on this car. Like, all that shit I really like. Because it sounds like, because remember, that movie starts off slow. And oh, it just yeah. kind of builds the lore about how, like, John Wick is just, like, a hitman assassin that you don't fuck with. You don't find out until later on in the movie, and especially in two, that he's really like a one-man unstoppable force of nature. Like, he is not just adept at, like, killing people and getting away with it. He's able to take down rooms full of people, no problem. In in the first one, um, the the main villain, or the I guess the dad, the, the mob boss, is like, he's... Uh, he's not he's not the boogeyman. He's the guy you send to kill the boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, and everything you've heard about him, if anything, those stories are watered down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool. But uh, so in part two, uh, that beginning sequence is John going to get the car back. He fucks it up, and then he calls John Leguizamo, and John Leguizamo comes to pick it up. He's like, "Oh yeah, I can have it done by Christmas," and it's yeah. in like the middle of the summer. Yeah, and that's the last time we see him. Um, he just drives off into yeah. the sunset, never to be seen again. Um, let's talk about the Hotline Miami scene because I know Liz wants to talk Incredible. about that. Um, I love the incendiary round scene. I thought that was going to be kind of a gimmick, but then when you realize that it's like, it's oh, it's not only is it like set dressing almost. It 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 is it it's undeniably some of the coolest ways you can kill people plus i i always let my guard down when i go see these movies i'm like oh yeah it's going to be cool there's going to be top tier action then you don't re- it's like an elegant dance mm-hmm. you know what i mean that it's like it really kind of puts the marvel movies in perspective you know yeah. you know and then like especially something like ant-man where there's really no big choreographed fight scenes remember that was one of our big issues but then like you look at the captain america movies where it's really all hand-to-hand bombs and bullets and they're like up close and in each other's face and they have big bombastic hand-to-hand fight scenes even then when marvel's at the top of their game with that shit like this just smokes them no problem i'm like a third of the budget too (laughs) i think what's really cool um is how they like are like, we can't kill these people because they have bulletproof suits or they have yep. bulletproof armor. And they're like, what's a natural way to progress past that and make them killable? But it's also very, like, diegetic. And it's kind yeah. of just like, oh, you got an upgrade. Hell yeah, like, let's use it. Like- well, on top of that, you also see that in John's tactics. Um, I noticed, I think it's in the third one he starts doing this. He realizes everybody's got those suits. So he starts shooting them in the foot, and then they duck down, and it exposes yeah. the back of their neck. It's like that's so cool. I will say, I did there. Like, um, have you guys ever seen Olympus Has Fallen? No. It's a. It's a. I was gonna say Gerard Way. Um, the Gerard, Gerard Butler, Butler movie. Okay. Um, where the White House gets taken. Oh, over. I've seen this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was one of those movies. It's Joe Biden. It's. <laughs> oh yeah. It's Joe Byron. No, it's um Aaron Eckhart is the president in the okay. movie. Was the other one that was like identical to it? Who plays the president um, now? Jamie Foxx. That okay, was White House Down. Of. That's a but, Roland Emmerich film. And they're not connected. They're not connected, they're but just, they came out like six months apart. It's a apart. real Ant's Bugs Life yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> a volcano, eruption. Uh, what was the what other was one? The other, what came out about like the prestige? What was the other one that was like basically oh, that? Yeah. Um, Fuck, I know what you're talking illusionist? about. The Illusionist. The Illusionist, that's yeah, right. Yeah, the one you're talking about is like... Dante's, Dante's Inferno and, uh, and, and um, Volcano. Volcano yeah. Yes, um, happens all the time. Uh, but um, what were we talking? What were we the saying? Overhead, birds right, eye view. right. Liz, give what are your thoughts? 
I Liz's corner. I <laughs> we should get a sign. Um, <laughs> that was possibly the coolest Word thing graphic, I've uh. ever seen. <laughs> um, I like that it was like you know I I don't know what is this first person whatever you're gonna call it like top going down into top it, down and then yeah. it starts going over <laughs> and like surgery. I don't know what you stop, <laughs> guys stop did. It. Growing up, it, you go to somebody's house and you start playing Sims and you're building a house. Yep. It felt like I was in a Sims game making my characters light on fire, making the Grim Reaper <laughs> show up, and the Grim Reaper is John Wick. And <laughs> it was so cool. And then when they end up falling through the floor, yep. I was like, are you kidding me? And the I'm sorry, the dog just attacking people everywhere. Nuts. It's just <laughs> Nuts. Amazing. Nuts. And then it just, you guys can talk about this more, but it just ends with him falling out the window onto that Volkswagen oh. van. Ooh, brutal. Amazing. Perfect, like, he runs in. We go through the whole level. It you, you got the top down. There's also a character moment in there that I that I That's don't important. feel like you're uh, you're you're talking about no, which with the, with the, the, the when dog. he goes to dog. kill Mr. Nobody and I was like finally yeah. and then he sees the dog is getting fucked up and like he has that moment. Shot, yeah. He's like, "Hell, wait a minute! I fucking I know what this is like." Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's and they didn't for have Mr. To, Nobody. They yeah. didn't have to explain it either. It wasn't like, oh, I had a dog once. That, 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 yeah. you know? But it was, it was that would just, be the you mistake. Knew, yeah. The studio, they, you they would know flash they were back like, to the dog. Yeah. Like, or, or even just throw in that, like, oh, I've been in your shoes there before. Was, there was one thing that I missed because I just, it's one of those things. Your small brain. The, exactly. You know, pea brain, little boy. Um, <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, I was watching it so intently that, and I was like, you know, looking at the scenery and how they lit everything that I just, I guess I just missed what the, was the proxy duel, how it's not John versus Bill Skarsgård. It's John on behalf of the house of whoever oh, that he joined. I, yeah. yeah. So since they're the allowed Belarusian. to do that, um, Donnie Yen is chosen to do, is chosen to is duel on behalf duel. of Bill Skarsgård's um There were Romani, behalf. right? The the Belarusians, yeah, the Belarus, yeah. and how they, they has, have a name? It's something Romani. So I, yeah, you know. the yeah. House of Klaus, the House of Klaus. <laughs> what we was didn't, with we didn't him? Talk about why? Klaus. Why did they have a lobotomized like? He was not lobotomized. <laughs> Are you kidding? He could say two words and eat enough piercings. It's Kelvin. It's Kelvin. It's the Kelvin. <laughs> He's uh, a brute. Yeah, um, dude, that I was would put so fucking. <laughs> Funny, <laughs> I, I would put Klaus. I would put Klaus up there with nice Groot. You know, I am yep. Klaus. I, I am Groot. Groot. And the funny part is, is that I think Klaus has three lines, all the same, yep. easy paycheck, and you get all of his intent from those lines. Mm-hmm. Every single the small part he played, and especially when they first introduce him, you were expecting like this big mean motherfucker. Yep. And the first time he says, "I am Klaus," like that, it's like. Okay, cool. And then he slaps the shit Isn't out of John. Take off his belt. Oh and yeah, whip him with the and, fucking and, studded and, belt. And he says, "I am Klaus again." I thought, okay, this is like a weird fetish thing, or like this. And then, I don't, then, and then later Klaus. on, it's just like, oh, this is all this fucking guy says. Yeah, like he's <laughs> lobotomized. Uh, <laughs> the man can't. It's do a kink, shit. Mike. Don't kink shit. Hey, again. it might be. Uh, is there anything else that I feel like we're we're missing? Um, we talked about Bill Skarsgård. We talked about Lawrence Fisher. Oh, Ian McShane. Great uh, as usual. Yes, he was all, he was very good. Um, Lance Riddick, man, talk about art imitating life, Oof. huh? Yeah, that's uh, that ooh. was. I did not see that coming, but I'm also glad they didn't pussyfoot around it and try and cut it out or anything. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, we didn't touch at all. I don't. I'm gonna butcher his name. Hiroki, uh, Hiroyuki. Oh, uh, um, yeah, the like the head the of the Samurai. Tokyo yeah. Continental yeah. Shimazu is, is mm-hmm. his name. So 
he, I 100% bought that he and Keanu have been friends for years. Yes. Yeah. Great yep. performances. That whole siege on the, uh, what city was that continental in? Osaka. The Osaka, Osaka continental. Right. Mm-hmm. That was great. Did this you call fucking, Tokyo? I thought it was Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. No, the the fucking, uh, like the two um, fucking. The uh, sumo wrestlers. The sumo yeah. guys. Yeah, those are great. Like vi- very video gamey. I yeah. love when he says, when he tells his. I love when there's like the benevolent leader, like they're all chilling, like taking shots of sake. Yeah. And he just goes, you know, he's like, we are expecting we're guests. hanging out yeah. and then we'll show, them hosp- show them some hospitality, hospitality. and they was... all go in and get a bunch of swords and bows oh, that and was shit. So cool. When the kitchen just like opens up and it's just mm-hmm. a wall of swords. I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, yeah, I forgot. It's a John Wick movie. Uh-huh. Everybody's an assassin. They changed the lights to that green. We've shut down the hotel and there's archers all lining the, the balcony. So good. I love how um, the Kevlar suits, right? Since the arrows can't penetrate their skin through it, it's pinning them to the yep. wall and stuff. Or like that one guy who tried to get oh, with up. with his leg gets, that was like yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, that was so cool. Yeah. There was a lot of cool, like slow deaths in this. Mm-hmm. Or like in slow as not just, you know, like running up and shooting somebody. Like that was awesome. I loved all of the like tumbles, like the jujitsu tumbles, tumbles he did. Yeah. Like... I do love that there was I don't want to say there was no build up cuz the the whole build up is to the duel at the end but every other action scene it was just like let's just get it you know what I mean mm-hmm. let's just go for it like and this specifically with the Osaka scene uh the Osaka continental scene was like um it didn't waste time when John and Akira were on the roof you mm-hmm. know what I mean in specifically when it's like they know you're here like yeah. it's like well let's try and hide him or try and get out it was immediately her helper just got yeah. half of his head blown off yeah. and then john just did what john does best so and she's like fucking, you have a gun yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't all heavy-handed she was she was like you're not supposed to be here he's like yeah i know and then yeah, they like start fi- then they start fighting it wasn't like a whole consequences and it gave her character a purpose because yeah. like She's supposed to have dinner with her father at 8 p.m. tomorrow because he's working too hard. Mm-hmm. And John Wick, you are fucking it up. You're ruining my life and uh, you're putting us all in jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so there's also that showdown between Kane and Shimazu in the lobby, which is great because they're talking about, like, you've forgotten what yeah. it is to have be a friend. Um, and then... Uh, uh, be a, you forgot about brotherhood, I think he said. Brotherhood, yeah. 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 And then you about get the whole redemption arc of Cain, Yeah, that, that catapults Cain. And uh, um, then there's the scene with, again, Cain. I just obviously I love Cain uh, at the bottom of the stairs. He's like, what time is sunrise? Yeah. Uh, about two to three minutes. I need you to get up those stairs. And like yeah. that to me, like, again, I was beaming ear to ear, like, fuck yeah. I know. I love when he fucking, when they're walking to the... He stabs him through his hand one last time. He goes, yeah. he goes you owe me. He goes, we're even. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, a lot of great character moments, specifically when the uh, the Spanish lieutenant gets um, fucked up by the dog. You know, now he says, you can't shoot me. I can hit you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he stabs He's him in like, the leg. Yeah. You're right. And he puts his sword away. Yeah. You're talking I about that was the highest anticipation of the movie. I just wanted that right-hand man guy. I want him to die so yeah. bad. But it was also time. like the joke of him and the dog. You know, the yep. dog was always yeah, fucking just him up. Yeah. And he's like, you hit my puppy. And I'm like, that's where he hit you. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Did we talk about how John falls for four minutes? Yeah. Down the, Down the stairs. Oh, yeah. That was wild. I thought it was kind of funny how it looked. 
I mean, like it. it just from looked, like four different like. It, it can was, you tell that this movie was directed by a stunt coordinator? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was right? also really funny how like every like when he looked like it was gonna flatten out, it yeah. looked like oh, uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like he hits another bounce <laughs> like it's like damn you know what's that uh the fucking like meme the kid ooh or whatever yeah ooh. Oh, oof, Minecraft. Oof, oof. The yeah, Minecraft The meme. Minecraft hit. Oof. Oh. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I don't think... Is there, is there anything else? I feel like... I, it's such a big animal to come, yeah. try and sift through, but really, I, I mean, like, some of these action sequences, I one of them I timed, went on for, like, 19 to, like, 21 minutes or something little, around there. Like long. There... Well, that's the thing. I I think this movie is the, the that is the movie. I feel <laughs> like this movie is the length that it needed to be. You know, like if I see a movie that has a big headlining title, like if a Batman movie came out and it's ninety minutes long, I'm like, uh, it's, something wrong. It's uh, something ain't looking Almost right. Like Ant Man. <laughs> like Ant Man. So, something something ain't right. Um, but uh, John, are you dead? <laughs> it's just if, like, yeah. It's like <laughs> frozen. <laughs> um. If it's uh, what's it called? However, when I saw this was two almost three hours. It's two hours and forty nine minutes. Oh God! Which is the same length as the Batman. Um, flew by, fl- absolutely flew. flew by. I did not feel the runtime at all. Um, We're just getting conditioned for three hour movies, yeah. well, which that's is fine. Th- but that's yeah, fine. It's one of those things where I'm just like, it's if. If John Wick Four was coming out and I saw it had a ninety minute runtime, I'd be like, "We're in trouble." But yeah. like, here's the thing. But if it came out and it was two hours and fifty minutes, I was like, "Okay, that means they have confidence in this thing because they're they're like, let's not just cut it down to whatever also, we need it to." Two hours know? is fine too. Like, yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, I mean, ninety minutes honestly depends. is like a good TV show. Like, if yeah. you gave me a Last of Us episode, you just talked about this mini series that's going to be ninety minutes. Like, I can sit down and watch Hell a TV yeah. show for ninety minutes a week. Like, that's fine with me. But it's I also I didn't feel terrible sitting in the movie theater for three hours. I definitely checked the time a few times, but I think that's just because I mean I feel like crap it's today. Also, but it's I went yeah. to see you at eleven. I mean, you watched four hundred plus people die yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's also one of those things where it's like I think the perfect runtime for a movie is whatever the runtime is, and if it's a good movie. If it's two hours and forty nine wow, minutes, you know what? You and just it's said of, something really profound. And if it's, but if it's, <laughs> if two it's hour, good, it's exactly how it needs to yeah, be. Yeah, if it's two hours and forty nine minutes and it's fucking good the whole way through, that's the perfect runtime. You're for just, the you're just saying, saying you don't have a problem there, there if it's is long. No perfect runtime. You just don't have just, a problem if it's long if it's good. Yeah, is what you're yeah. saying. Well, that's the thing is uh, the, my my old adage used to be you could have short and dumb, and you could have long and good. You can't have long. And dumb. It's just not gonna happen. Right. What, you know. What about the Justice League movie? What about it? Are long, you really about to go to dumb? bat for the fucking Justice League? No, movie? he's dumb. calling I'm it saying, long and dumb. I'm saying a long movie can be dumb. Yeah. How did that? How How do we feel about that movie? It was long and dumb. There you go. I liked it. Avatar two. Clip of the week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, song. Will, hold on. One, I, the one last thing I wanted to say was, I was a bougie boy. Went to the theater, stopped a quick check before I went to the movie, and I was gonna, I was gonna get. I know I'm. Did you bring in 
outside snack into a theater, Nick? Did I you did. also just put yourself in like fast I put forward. myself like, on blast. You were like, I. Me or Mike? You. Oh, yeah. Well, I did that. I did that. All right, talk about your illegal activity. So usually I get raisinets. And I know everybody hates raisinets. No, I was actually holding something back, but keep going. All right, so this time I went to stop the quick check and I saw Milano cookies. So I got a whole bag of Milanos and got one of those single servings of milk. Slid that right in my uh, breast pocket. Oh, yeah, this is so much worse than I thought. Oh, dude, it was I, fucking great. I support the, like, burnt out Nick at, after nine hours of yeah. John Wick being like, you know, I want some, I would I love want some, some milk and cookies. I would love, Pepperidge Farm will help me. I, I, would, I would love if the guy next to you just turned and looked and you're like, one of those? Oh, you, you want? Milk's gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> Clear the leak. God, that is deafening. It was deafeningly loud. I'm, I'm fine. My eardrums yeah, are you cross it over. <laughs> Dude, you definitely are going to have tinnitus. My hearing range is this. I'm going to be the best old guy. Dude. What? <laughs> what did you say? Um, so, classic clip of the week setup: Man in an elevator. Ah, it's always a good start. Check it off. Let's go. It also looks like he's in a track suit, which yeah, that's better. always very John Wick. He's a runner. He's a track. Lots of tra- deleted scene. <laughs> from Lots John of guys Wick. in track suits and John Wick for so sure. He's offloading slats of marble. Uh oh. Oh oh no! No 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 Nick no. Oh my guy no! There's the tension. Get out of the. Oh, that I was not expecting. Yeah. Do we remember in John Wick when the guy got hit with the car up against the bus? That's yeah. what I thought Which was Which time? The, the first time. The the second that that elevator door closed and I see that little the rope. rope? I was so like, I want to know. Am I going to oh, watch a guy get split in, in front of twain? <laughs> Cleft in twain. <laughs> My question, but like, it's got to be some sort of piece of plastic or something at the end here that keeps it in place, right? Because those like plastic would have come out right but rope would it's have probably just like right something out. that tethered that so you can like wait yeah get to it. the end because i think it shows where it's attached to yeah. oh dude this is such a you think you can stop nature folks you can't nature it, do, it does Ooh. you do see it's the like rope it's, yeah there's there's a rope on the pulley yeah yeah, the yeah. but what i'm saying is in between the doors like See how like yeah I don't know what's back that's there. That's the that's the end of the rope. So I'm surprised that it was tight enough to yeah. hold it in place. You know, go, go frame well, by frame as it's it, like all, crushing him to death. All, oh, it, okay. all it all it did, Pat, was pull the pulley out from underneath him and then just go along with that. Yeah, and then that pulled the doors. I want to know how unstable this elevator. Wait, door look, is. he thinks his ass can stop that with his hands. Yeah, hydraulic lift. Yeah. Dude, it's like the mother lifting the car off the baby, okay? <laughs> I will say, though, I think him grabbing it did stop that from all crushing him because he's, like, lifting it How about out if he just got him? out of the no, way? No, it would have. It, it, the elevator was raising. <laughs> I don't know. There's just... something at stake here. Oh, boy. That ain't, that's not a good look. Oh, <laughs> he's officially airborne. He's getting <laughs> eaten by the elevator. And that bar is ramming into the backs oh. of his legs. Is he walking again, guys? Oh, so it breaks here. He it does break. That door that's, open. No, that's no, his, it doesn't. Watch. No, that's his soul leaving his body. <laughs> Look, it's still there. But that's the thing is that see the 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 rope the rope on the cart. Yeah, it breaks. That's why he falls. Oh, it releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he goes down a fucking. All right, hole. yeah. Let's speculate wildly. How far did this man fall? 
I'm going to say as far as John Wick fell in John Wick 3. Will he walk? Or was that Will two? he walk again? He's dead. Will it blend? Will it, Will blend? it blend? He blended. So there's oh. your clip of the week, people. That was a good one. That was I like that. I was not oh expecting. Boy. Oh I, boy. I thought it I thought I was just gonna get a slam up against the door and Same. then like, you know, he goes up for a bit. I was not expecting for the bottom of the door to open like a fucking doggy door. Looks and like have a fucking like mimic chest eating somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> a lot oh, of emotions. Speaking of mimic chests, uh I, I you know what this mimic chest. What do you think about while me? you guys are uh, while you guys are here? I uh, I'll just bring this, this up. Have to be part of the show. Yes, it does. Right. Yes, All it right. does. Let me know when to switch back. Oh uh, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons is the Chris Piniest movie that Chris Pine has. Chris Pine infectiously good spirited comedy with a solid emotional core. I am fucking ready for I just this. Don't care. I, I think it's gonna be ready fun. for this. Sure. That's the thing is I keep seeing positive reviews. People critics that I like. Reviewing it positively, so I'm sure I'll, I'll have a good time. But as far as the marketing, it just looks oh, so it's marketed generic. like ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks, mm-hmm. it looks bland. <laughs> I I still love the tweets. Chris Pine is edging the bard. He's doing what? <laughs> He's to doing the bard? what? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that said, yeah, we'll see you next week for Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Liz, go ahead and play us out. Bye. 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 What does that mean? Play Bye. us out. Play us out. <laughs>